Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. Today's weather? Sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The researchers have found indirect evidence of this in a small number of tissues taken from patients. And their study caused a huge stir in the scientific community and a lot of questions. Could these DNA changes explain certain long hauler symptoms or autoimmune disease? Could these changes increase the risk of cancer? It sounds scary and maybe it is scary, but I think it's might it's probably just a big nothing burger. <laughs> UC San Diego virologist Dr. Davy Smith says, hold on, we still don't have direct evidence of this happening in people. And even if it is, there's a good chance it's not a big deal. If this One thing is for certain, his study is prompting a whole lot more research. Derek Stahl, ABC 10 News. I, I, uh, I can't make that up. I honestly, I can't. So, ABC News. Is your DNA changing forever? (laughs) Will you get cancer? Autoimmune deficiencies? Well, it's a, uh, says the virologist, nothing burger. A nothing burger. They are worried, (laughs) honestly, about us getting um, a degree hotter around the world. And we're changing everything for it, right? But they're not worried about changing and altering your DNA forever. So this is how they squash the story. (laughs) They go, can we have Davy Smith virologist come on to ABC News and and say it's a nothing burger? And even if it is scary, and it could be. (laughs) Eh, nah, nothing. Anyway, I just, okay. You, You just, I never thought I'd be sitting here, quite honestly, a year and a half later, listening to ABC News go, Devastating effects from the vaccine? DNA alter, altering? Oh, well, that's nothing. Anyway, well, <laughs> welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I couldn't make up this year and a half if I tried. I couldn't, I couldn't have even written a fiction novel about it, to tell you the truth. I couldn't have done it. Um, there's so much on my mind. So let's... <laughs> I'm still... That's a real clip. I are you astounded by that? I have to let, let, let's hear Davy again. This Davy Smith virologist. Here we go. It sounds scary, and hmm. maybe it is scary, but I think it's might. It's probably just a big nothing burger. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I feel better now. Don't you? Maybe I'll go rush and take it now. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. There's uh, so many things on my mind right now. Okay. Um, Melissa's coming on and we have kind of a, it's a hot topic actually right now. We're going to be talking about Israel and Palestine. And I just, there's so much there. It's such a complicated relationship through the years, through the decades, since the 40s, that I I absolutely cannot wait to address this with Melissa. And I think Melissa has uh, some really good information. Anyway, and then Susan follows uh, Melissa today. And um, I wanted to mention, you know, in the newscast, it was talking about a drought. 
And here's the problem I have because, you know, Uncle Milty and I were talking yesterday on the show and we were saying how, um, you know, we're not, we're not in a drought. And I, I find this interesting only because when we're talking dry conditions that can naturally occur or we're talking a drought, it's interesting to me that it's always in the extreme. We're always talking in the extreme. Now, if you listen to the newscast, it said moderate, but that's not what Governor Cox is doing. That's not where that's not where he's going with it. Okay, he's putting a lot of emphasis on this. Now, if you're in farming, if you're uh, consistently working uh, in, in situations where you're noticing drier conditions, I understand. Um, that you may see it differently than me. Maybe you maybe you would say, well, we are in a drought. I don't know. But I will say this. I find it I, I find it kind of interesting when we're looking at this information coming in and we get down to the nitty-gritty and when the okay, let me, let me give you a, a case a, a, for instance, about a year ago, this is from, climate news so this is from pro climate change we're doing everything based on climate change okay and the analysis this is from inside climate news they're an organization so they have an analysis and they went from 1976 to 2019 now keep in mind they always cut it short in terms of looking backwards in order to prove climate change Okay, they'll never take the whole last 400 years. They'll never go cyclical. In other words, they'll always they'll they'll brief it up to make it look like like, for instance, if we were in summer and they wanted to pretend that winter didn't happen or is never going to happen again, then they would take all their results from spring forward. Okay, so that's kind of what they're doing with this. So 1976 to and 2019 and they looked at 337 weather stations. From North Dakota to Texas to the West Coast. Not the East Coast, but just there and over, okay? This is what the analysis showed. The longest dry spell between measurable precipitation, I'm quoting from them, are increasing by 2.4 days per decade. 2.4 days per 10 years. While precipitation is declining about 0.09 inches and temperatures are increasing at 0.36 degrees Fahrenheit every decade, which isn't a lot, which isn't a lot. Do you remember Dan Pena? Uh, I, I play his clip about not having this in the prospectus when you're going to invest money. There's no there's no warning about climate change because they would have to list that if, if it was if it was real, if there was something that was really going to cause us trouble. Well, even he said two uh, percent, uh, a point or two is 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 not a fart in the wind was his exact words. So this is 0.36 degrees Fahrenheit every 10 years. And they said hardest hit is the desert Southwest where average dry spells increased by 50%. Okay. From 31 to 48 days in that whole period of time. So this is news that's trying to make a case for climate change. They're trying to say we're in a drought. They're trying to say, oh, my gosh, ring the alarm bells. But I'm not seeing that. I see dry conditions. There can be dry conditions. But when we use the word drought, it's kind of like with everything else the left does. It's without context, and then it's always in the extreme. And so 
could we be in a drought? Well, I, maybe we get to the end of this year and we go, well, I guess we're in a drought. You know, maybe, maybe it's just so fierce we're in a drought, even though there's water under us everywhere. And I just, everywhere <laughs> there is water underfoot. So when, even when we say drought, what are we talking about? What's, what's the story? I mean, are we saying that we're going to just ignore what's underfoot? Because I know in California, they tried to say over the people from, um, uh, primary water tried to go in and say, we're not in a drought. We're not, there's no reason there's a drought here. We have, we have water underfoot and they would, they shut them out, would not listen. They've done that here too, by the way, they want that pipeline really well, badly. They want the pipeline. They, uh, there's a lot of profit to be made, a lot more control. And so I just, I wanted to throw this out there because I think sometimes, you know, <laughs> I think we can go to the extreme without even thinking about it. And so we're either, we're either perfect or in a drought. Well, there, there's a lot in between in that. And when they're saying that it might change 2.4 days per decade, well, I'm, I'm not sure that that can account for the, the biggest catastrophe we've ever seen. And believe me, we're going to have catastrophes and we're going to have weather conditions. But I actually think at looking at the past and looking where they want to go with the uh, regulations and all of the things that they want to do with climate change, I'm going to say that it's going to be very, very um, manipulated. And see, most uh, government entities... And, and associations associated with government now own water supplies. Can they be manipulated like the hospitals were with COVID? Sure. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. So I think we should just be careful when we're saying the word drought, because a lot of people think that means no water at all, ever. And that's not that's not true either, but that's kind of the, the in context, what we're, what, without context, what we see, right? So um, I just, I don't know, Can, do, I, do I believe that things will be manipulated and then turned into a food shortage? I do, 100%. They're going to go there. Um, is it happening right now? I don't know. They might, it might be the beginning of it. I wouldn't discount that. The manipulation that is, um, they're already starting to, to, uh, to, to get their little control hooks in on that. Um, and the articles are going to be like going around like crazy. So governor Cox is all over it, right? He's all over the drought news and, uh, anything to get another federal buck. That guy would sell his soul to get a federal dollar. I just, it's really been sad to watch that. Um, and when, we, when I come back, I want to talk to you uh, for a moment about this uh, Deseret News um, opinion board putting out an article about the Dixie name, uh, shaming people <laughs> into into basically um, going with it, shutting up and stop talking about it and just do it. The Deseret News opinion board got on board to to help Biff Williams in his uh, uh, fight uh, to get this name change. And they completely sided with him. And so when we come back, I want to talk about that. But I also wanted to say, too, the Daybells uh, charged with murder. And they should be over the uh, deaths of those two children of theirs. 
and uh, found on um, his land, Chad Daybell's land. So um, the murder, um, the uh, news about being charged for murder came in. I guess she was, uh, she had used somebody's credit cards, uh, her sister's credit cards in order to pursue social security money. Um, and it was after uh, her daughter, after she had her daughter murdered or she did it herself. So anyway, the uh, Lori Vallow Daybell uh, bizarre, insane case is going to murder charges. And I would imagine that would be a, a good thing to see them stay uh, stay in prison for the rest of their lives. And I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic in St. George. Did you know that we can now effectively treat erectile dysfunction without pills, injections, or surgery? That means no more side effects. Wasatch Medical Clinic uses the most advanced form of wave therapy. A recent study stated that our technology is the new standard of care for ED. It's proven to restore blood flow where you want it, when you want it. Imagine getting that spontaneity back into the bedroom. We're the leading experts of this technology with patients describing results as life-changing. If you're ready to put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, call us now and not only will the exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound be free, but this week only, new patients get $300 off. This is an enormous amount of value. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction. Call us now to qualify. This promotion ends this week. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic. 435-922-7000. Do you have parents or a loved one that really needs 24-hour care? If they're really not the best in an emergency or with modern technology like a smartphone, here is something to consider. Rescue Alert of Dixie. With just a single push of a button, your loved one will be contacted and get immediate help. Plus, just by wearing the device around their neck, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to a phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie still works. The Emergency Response Center will call them, make sure they're okay, or call someone from their call list or send emergency medical help immediately. The idea of having somebody there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, is a great gift for anybody, no matter their age. And it costs less than a dollar a day with no contracts. For peace of mind, consider Rescue Alert of Dixie today. Protecting your loved ones with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or rescuealertdixie.com. Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician, explains how Red River Health and Wellness can help you. If you have low thyroid and you're taking thyroid medication, the biggest question you should ask yourself is what's causing my low thyroid specifically? If you don't know the answer to that question, it's important to call us. At Red River, we identify triggers that will cause the low thyroid to begin with. One of the most common causes of low thyroid is a disease called Hashimoto's disease. This is an autoimmune disease that is a lot more complicated than just a primary thyroid issue. This is why people will be on thyroid hormone, but still feel little to no improvement because nothing's being done to address the bigger, more complicated problem, which is Hashimoto's. If you have low thyroid or you have an autoimmune disease and you're on medication and still don't feel well, Call Red River. Schedule your appointment today at 855-55-RIVER. Red River Health and Wellness with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Call Red River 
We all want savings, right? Who likes paying interest? Saving money? Paying interest? At the Ashley Home Store, we've got great news for you. During our Memorial Day sales event, save big on every room and skip the interest for up to 60 months OAC. That's five years without a penny of interest. Come into the number one name in furniture and save up to 30% store-wide. Get a giant selection of outdoor and patio furniture and find yourself relaxing outside this Memorial Day. Come get a great deal on sectionals. With an incredible selection of styles and colors, you'll save hundreds at the Ashley Home Store. Plus sofas starting at $2.99. Come into the Ashley Sleep Center and choose from the best brands like Simmons, Beautyrest, Ashley Sleep, and Tempur-Pedic. This Memorial Day, save money and skip the interest. The Ashley Home Store, as always, locally owned and operated on Redcliffe Drive next to the Stadium 10. See store for complete details on financing OAC. Lionsgate has given me my family back. Whole new outlook on life. Gave me a little bit of self-worth. Shown me how to be comfortable in my own skin. Been one of the biggest blessings in my life. So many gifts. The most important thing I learned in treatment was acceptance. Honesty. I feel true joy. Happiness. I get to live a life that I'm proud of. My favorite thing about Lionsgate is to, to get to know my true authentic self. We are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Hi, I'm Linda, and I'd like to tell you why I trust my eyes to Southwest Vision. My eyes didn't dry out all at once. It slowly got worse. I went through what must have been gallons of eye drops. Most of the time, I just wondered if they even worked. I called my doctor and found relief. For my eyes, I trust Southwest Vision. Southwest Vision specializes in the gentle, soothing, lipiflow dry eye treatment. Schedule your appointment today. Visit southwestvision.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. We can't share a world of different dreams. I chased mine, but she found hers too. Someone else made hers come true. Now I'm a star, but every time I sing. Drifting down the dusty Welcome back. And of course, uh, get over to Caldwell Banker. Uh, Caldwell Banker Property Management. These are the guys that you want running your property uh, and making sure that everything goes according to plan so that you can go have fun with your life. Leave the hard work to them. Doesn't that sound nice? Uh, These guys are so good. Uh, They're good at what they do. They'll take care of uh, business for you. And um, they they have a stellar reputation. If you don't want emergency calls in the middle of the night or have to advertise your property or, or take the phone calls or collect the rent or enforce the rules, give that job to them. (laughs) <laughs> they love doing it. And uh, you know you don't want to. Uh, go ahead and give uh, Matthew Ivy a call at Caldwell Banker Premier uh, Realty Property Management over on Riverside Drive. And uh, the phone number is 272-4699. You can go to CB, stands for Caldwell Banker, uh, St. George Rentals.com. CB, St. George Those are the guys I always tell people about. And uh, for sure, if you've got an investment property of any type, the, the, you want them taking care of business for you. Um, so welcome back. And uh, I'll tell you what, th- this whole name change thing has been really tough to watch. 
I think because instead of being able to have a debate about it, and really it shouldn't have been debated because most, uh, I would say a majority of citizens here in Southern Utah did not want the name change. They didn't want it. We got it shoved down our throats and then we got it marketed to us and advertised to us and told us, they told us that we wanted this and that this was a huge, huge problem. The name Dixie. But we all know that this is not a huge problem. It's a, it's, a, it's a problem for outsiders, for people that come here that are offended somehow, some way by it. But honestly, when they said 22% of the people that graduate go out in the world and they're asked about the name change. Now think about that sentence. They're asked about it? Well, yeah. And, you know, oh, Dixie College. Well, that's kind, of, that's kind of interesting. That didn't mean it was negative. That just means that they were asked about the name of the college. Did you know other people are asked about the names of their colleges too? <laughs> we're not the only one and it's not for the reason we want to infer as far as from their point of view they're they're trying to infer a problem they're trying to tell us that there is a problem and without even disclosing the details of what that conversation those conversations were like if in fact 22 percent of those graduating actually got asked about the name which i don't believe did um Maybe a very small percentage, but they couldn't even say it resulted in something so negative that they missed an opportunity. So somebody, an employer or, or somebody asks them about the name of their college, they go, oh, yes, it was named for the, uh, the people that settled this area. Well, okay. Now on to the next question. How do they know if 22% of the people that graduate from here actually had that discussion how do they know what happened in that? They're not even willing to go there. They're not even willing to ask those questions. What they're trying to do in the articles is infer that it was so negative that they missed opportunities because of it. So we have to have a, a name change, and it's dire to do this, right? We've got to do it right now, yesterday, according to Biff Williams. So Biff Williams is trying to say, we're getting attacked. We're victims because he's very liberal, We're victims. We're victims. We're getting attacked. They're not getting attacked. We just know it's being crammed down our throats and it's being manipulated. So we're calling them on it. And he's saying, we can't have these attacks on us. So we have to do the name change even faster. What? (laughs) Could you get any more manipulative, quite honestly? So Deseret News editorial board is trying to aid Biff Williams, president of the college, in saying, oh, these guys are victims, you meanies out there who don't want the name change, most of all of you in southern Utah. Will you please just step aside so we can make this happen because of you haters? That's what's going on. That's the manipulation. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, can we still be on water? What's that? Oh, sure. You bet. Question? Okay. Yeah, sure. I I listen to your show all the time, and I really like your show. Mm-hmm. But you rubbed me wrong on this one. Why? Um, I'm not. For, I don't believe in climate change and mm-hmm. all this crap they're doing. I don't. I've never wanted the pipeline. Right. But I was in farming most of my life, mm-hmm. and we've been. Well, do you want to call it a drought or a shortage? I don't care. Mm-hmm. But well, drought's we're a way severe word. Water. Lake okay. Powell mm-hmm. is at its historic low right now since it was filled. Mm-hmm. Lake Mead is the same. 
I lived in a little farming town where in the last 15 years, if they wouldn't have put in a pressurized irrigation system, Mm -hmm. which is way more efficient so it doesn't lose water, Mm -hmm. their irrigation would have never, water would have never reached the town in the old dirt ditches. The water's been so low. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, Enterprise mm -hmm. here not many years ago was worried about they've had to deepen their wells Mm -hmm. and some of them went dry Mm -hmm. because the water table is dropping so much. We've been in a water shortage for over 20 years. Hmm. And to laugh about that, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that one rubbed me wrong today. We've been in a massive shortage for 20 years. Hmm. And the fact that you're... You get in your shower runs and you water your lawn, mm-hmm. that's fine. Most people don't see it. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking around, really, where the water is and what levels they've been in the mm-hmm. last, it was only a few years ago when on the Virgin River, the state came in, the water was so low that if your water rights weren't prior that year to something like 1896, mm-hmm. you were cut off. Okay. Do you That's how far they had to go back. Do you not believe that there is water underfoot? Do you believe that that What do you mean by that? I mean primary drill water. For it? Primary water. That we have to water. Drill for it. Yeah, we have water everywhere underfoot and we have forever. Forever. For this is the existence of time. Um, well, no, I understand that, but it mm-hmm. still doesn't change the fact that the water levels have went down significantly mm-hmm. up in Enterprise. The states had to get involved in some of mm-hmm. that. Water levels are going down in the wells. Mm-hmm. So when you say there's water everywhere, I guess if you drill deep enough, finally find it, mm-hmm. possibly. But possibly? just because there's mm-hmm. water in the ground doesn't mean there aren't shortages, massive ones. Well, I, w- I would imagine. Well, you've got reservoirs mm-hmm. that are are way short mm-hmm. on water you look at the uh, in the spring like this and you look at the high water level where it's supposed to be at this time of year and it's 10 20 feet low mm-hmm. or more that means we didn't have a lot of water mm-hmm. so do we have the water shortages because we are unwilling to drill down well okay so i'm not sure you're going with that but historically when we're talking about water shortages we're not Mm -hmm. talking about drilling we're talking about how much snow got on the mountains Mm -hmm. because that's what provides our water and we have been way short Mm -hmm. and it costs mm -hmm. a lot of money to run a pump to run a farm Mm -hmm. that's the biggest farm expense on a farm if somebody's running a well an electric well to do their water Mm -hmm. instead of gravity flow from somewhere like a reservoir Mm-hmm. That expense is massive. Okay. It, it, it's not nearly as bad mm-hmm. on a homeowner because they use so little. And I, I'm, I'm not saying you can't drill, but from a historical perspective, when they talk about water shortages, mm-hmm. it's how much snow got to the mountains to come down and fill the reservoirs. And we have been in a drought here in the West for over 20 years. Had we been drilling all along, okay, Um then water would not have only been the result from that one source. So do you feel like government might want to look south in order to find more water? Instead of telling us that we're in a drought because the water is, let's say, controlled, maybe, um, that snowpack might be limited because of natural ebbs and flows and occurrences. If I we believe could... natural ebbs and flows. Okay. I'm not... Sure. I'm, I'm not... I'm not disagreeing with that. Mm-hmm. Cycles happen. They sure. always have. Sure. 
but we're still in a down cycle for snowfall. Okay. I guess I'm just not sure how I could rub you the wrong way on this because I'm, what I'm trying to say is all we have to do is go down and we wouldn't even be talking about a water shortage. But for some reason, we're caught up in the idea that it's only from here or here instead of right underfoot. So when I'm hearing about well, drought and that is in the well, extreme, then I'm wondering, well, okay, is it dry conditions or is it actually a drought? Do you know what I mean? There's there's different context for those kinds of terms. So, well, you're right. Yeah. But historically, if you go back over 100 years, mm-hmm. from the time the Mormons dropped into mm-hmm. Salt Lake Valley, mm-hmm. historically is what I'm telling you, they relied on snowfall. Mm-hmm. They relied on dams and reservoirs and different things. Mm-hmm. And we've done that ever since. And we've created more and on and on. But the fact is our snowpack is lower. Our mm-hmm. water table has dropped, mm-hmm. so we are short on water right now. Okay. And when you say, well, just drill to solve the problem, okay, I'm all for technology, mm-hmm. but that still adds a lot of cost, especially when you're talking about farming. Okay, but don't you think they actually did this historically, and don't you think that we had civilizations that did use the ample water that's around this earth and provided for us. I don't think it's that costly. I don't think you need a whole boatload of technology. I actually think it's more simple than that. But when governments started to get into the business of water, suddenly then we started having uh, all of these places where droughts were occurring, where shortages were occurring. And I just find that kind of interesting that the notion of going down for water, which they did in civilizations prior. Uh, didn't have a problem doing that. Then why yeah, can't but the we? The only thing they went and when you talk about those civilizations, they weren't pass, pumping out massive gallonage. They were ha- they were hauling it out in a bucket. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. Well, I, they had they had a little bit more. They had a little better technology than that. I think we don't give them credit sometimes. You know, it's kind of like all the water well, systems. I know, we found but when you're talking about Jacob's well, they were mm-hmm. still drawing it up in a bucket. Mm-hmm. So. The, the, the volume of water we're talking about is massive, mm-hmm. not teeny. And mm-hmm. we have been in a water shortage for 20 years in the West. Now, I'm not saying that cycle is not going to break. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year we'll start into a wet cycle again. Mm-hmm. It's cyclical. I'm mm-hmm. not going to sure. argue that with anybody. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Sure. But we are definitely short on water. What do you think they gain? By saying that we're in a drought, what do you think uh, the government gains by doing that? Well, this isn't anything new. Mm -hmm. I've lived here my entire life. I grew up in southern Utah. I'm 60 years old. I've Mm -hmm. been my whole life here in a farming community. Sure, sure. And we use the term drought regularly. Mm-hmm. And so for the, the governor, to, and I'm not necessarily a fan of his, but for him to say the term drought doesn't offend me in any way. I'm not, when they I'm not offended term, by the word drought. I'm not offended by it. they're telling us uh-huh. to be careful with our water this year because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of it. Right. I'm not offended by the word drought. I'm more offended by what government does and doesn't do, the things they poo-poo. You know, when people went in with the primary water explanations to show them the, how easy it was to go and drill down, they absolutely pretty much threw them out of the building. And I find that kind of interesting. I have to go to a break in about five minutes, but I, I or a couple of minutes, actually. But I'm, I'm just saying, oh, no, about 30 seconds. But I'm saying, look, okay. just let's, let's look at some of the other alternatives that they absolutely won't even entertain. Because I'll bet you we'll find some remedies there. Thank you so much for the call, though. I actually really love that phone call. 
Really, truly love that phone call. That was awesome. Um, Those are the kinds of discussions we need to be having all the time on this show. And I'm not offended by the word drought. I just want to make sure if we're going to use that word and government's going to stake a claim and do things because they're saying there's a drought, I want to make sure there actually is one. Leaping Lizards, it's Annie, live at Tuacon Amphitheater. Bring the whole family and experience one of the world's most loved musicals, May 14th through July 10th. But that doesn't mean you should wait. Purchase your tickets at tuacom.org today. Serious dry eyes usually don't start all at once. It gradually gets worse and worse. And you use eye drops more and more until you wonder if those drops even work at all. You need real, soothing, lasting relief from Southwest Vision. One of the most effective treatments for dry eyes is Lipiflow. It's a gentle process that brings sweet relief from the discomfort of dry eyes. Schedule a visit. They'll take the time to help you find real relief. 673-5577 or at southwestvision.com. Are you worried about your parents' finances in retirement? Heritage Reverse Mortgage is changing lives with the new Heckam Reverse Mortgage. Guidelines have changed dramatically in recent years, and reverse mortgages have become one of the best financial planning tools available. If you know someone that needs help to live better in retirement, we have the solution. Call now for a free informational DVD, 435-359-9000, or visit heritagereversemortgage.com. NMLS number 1497455. Not all borrowers will qualify. We all want savings, right? Yes! Who likes paying interest? <laughs> Saving money? Yes! Paying interest? got great news for you during our memorial day sales event save big on every room and skip the interest for up to 60 months oac that's five years without a penny of interest come into the number one name in furniture and save up to 30 percent store wide get a giant selection of outdoor and patio furniture and find yourself relaxing outside this memorial day come get a great deal on sectionals with an incredible selection of styles and colors you'll save hundreds at the ashley home store plus sofas starting at 299 come into the ashley sleep center and choose from the Best brands like Simmons, Beautyrest, Ashley Sleep, and Tempur-Pedic. This Memorial Day, save money and skip the interest. The Ashley Home Store, as always, locally owned and operated on Redcliffe Drive next to the Stadium 10. See store for complete details on financing OAC. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. You know, one of the convenient things about wearing a mask is it hides missing or broken teeth or other dental issues that you might be struggling with. Now that restrictions and mandates are being eased, we can help you take off the mask and proudly show off your smile. Our well-trained team and modern facility can meet any need and ensure that your treatment is comfortable and effective. It's why we've been voted best in Southern Utah. Visit PlumDental.com to learn more about our new patient and seasonal specials and schedule your visit today. The temperature is rising and your Finley Subaru is summer-tested, summer-approved. Welcome to Adventure Elevated. With a brand-new 2021 Subaru Outback. Load the bike, the kayak, canoe, the paddleboard, and hiking gear, too. Subaru Outback is dog-tested, dog-approved. And right now, get 0% APR for up to 48 months on 2021 Subaru Outback. Nothing is going to bring in summer like a new Subaru from Finley. FinleySubaru.com. On the saving side of the freeway. Because we believe in you. On approved credit with SMF. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery believes in a recovery approach that is holistic and comprehensive. 
At Lionsgate Recovery Center, we are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Well, it's not your fault. Scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels. The good news is that we can help. At Prolong Medical Center in St. George, we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic wave therapy is making news in articles and studies around the world. At Prolong Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow, and over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results that significantly improve the quality of your life. This is an effective treatment plan, and our homework assignments will be fun. Schedule your free consultation today. Call Prolong Medical Center at 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Together, we'll make a difference in your life. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. I'm happy to have you. And, of course, get over to Tropical Pool and Spa, Fiberglass Pool and Spa. Get your uh, Bullfrog Hot Tub. Get your Swim Spa. And uh, they have swim spas under under 20 grand. They're awesome. The Bullfrog Hot Tub is awesome. What are you waiting for? And their Memorial Day sale is on right now. So go over to uh, Red Hills Parkway, uh, Tropical Pool and Spa. love those guys. And uh, they're very, very good at what they do. Very knowledgeable staff. And they'll take care of business. They'll take care of you. And figure out what it is that's going to be work for you, what's best for you. They always have great ideas too tropical pool and spa um all right you know what let's uh let's take a caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead well good afternoon hi. Kate. hi there what's on your uh, mind on water sure okay so the only solutions we have is to uh build a 13 plus billion dollar boondoggle from lake powell to here uh-huh. right uh-huh or the latest proposition I'm hearing is let's make it like Sun City, Arizona, where there's no grass. Right. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So um, while all of this is going on and everybody's wringing their hands over us running out of water, rubber stamp after rubber stamp on 3,000, 1,000, 1,500 home subdivisions. Hmm. Who's really in control? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, we, if the water problem is this severe, mm-hmm. why are they still just slamming out homes like it's going out of style? Uh, one would wonder, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. And when you have no yards and when you have no grass and when you have none of these things, how much more likely are you to live in a condo or an apartment? Because, my gosh, why even pay for a piece of property that's... That's not very fun <laughs> to live on, too, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I find it so interesting that mm-hmm. the solutions that we're being told is mm-hmm. rip up all the grass, get yeah. rid of all of this, yeah. make everything zero blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Or we've got to go back to that precious pipeline. Yeah. 
I agree now, with you. At the rate that pipeline's going, I think by the time they get it done, they'll turn the spigot on and it'll pump mud. Mm. Well, maybe. Maybe. You never know. I, I, I'm to the point now where all the data points that I've taken in and research, you know, the, 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 um, the things that we have signed, the agreements we've signed with other countries in not using war, uh, weather as a weapon when we know we can, um, knowing, how, that, knowing the fact that we can, um, we can uh, get rain to fall, yet we don't, um, all of the manipulation that goes on. So I'm, that's a huge data point that I take in all the time, right, in the research I'm doing. Then you take in, um, you know, where they're headed with this, right? And that's the 2030 agenda. So when the 2030 agenda states that we're going to be down to enough water, I think 10 liters, which is basically half of a shower for one person in your family, no cooking, no drinking whatsoever. If that's where they're going with this, then the control over water is just that control. Most people do not know that they have, uh, that we have been going south for water, that we have ample water underfoot, and that we've been doing this for centuries. In fact, the first um, time I think this appeared was actually uh, in uh, Rome, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they actually found um, all kinds of, of technology with water and many, many, many thousands and thousands of water wells all over Pakistan, all over the deserts um, in, this, in this world. And they found this thousands and thousands of years ago. We didn't, we weren't, see, we, we didn't have an issue when it came to plentiful water sources. But right now we're under this idea that for the last 120 years, um, you know, we are, we are now under the, uh, the government's uh, control with water and water systems. And there is some good with that. And then there is some bad with that. And the bad with that has been the fact that, it can be controlled. And so I, I don't know why people won't under, or, or won't, don't want to look at that because primary water is something that's been around for such a long time, for centuries. So I'm, I'm always a little surprised if I hear that people just look at that and don't even think that, oh, my gosh, you mean all along we could have just been going underfoot for water? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Right. Well, and then another thing, um, and, and I've said this before, but uh, I spent time in the Middle East when I was in the military. Mm -hmm. And there's this novel concept they use over there. It's called desalination. Right. And, okay, so it's not cheap, mm -mm. but they desalinize a, a vast amount of their water over there. Right. And um, last time I checked, you know, I mean, all of, the, all of the watermelons out there, green on the outside, red mm -hmm. on the inside, mm -hmm. are telling us that the oceans are rising because of global warming, right? Right. Well, then how about we start desalinizing water and pumping it back down to the <laughs> proper level? Yeah. See, it's a little screwy, isn't it? I really love your phone call. Thank you for that. Really right. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I love both phone calls um, because I think that these debates are really great to have on air because a lot of people in government um, will tell you, well, there's just there, we, we just can't go. We can't go down for water. That's just not. Nope. Can't do it. Well, why not? Why not? Why aren't they even exploring it? See, they're told, what are they told? They're probably told, oh, it's not, oh, that, that's, you know, that's just not how we do things. That's just not possible. Do you know how much ample evidence there is of this? Do you know in ancient Egypt, uh, they found all kinds of different types of wells and different, uh, different types of, of drilling methods and everything else? 
we, we can go back into the centuries and understand that even centuries ago, they actually had pipes and drainage and, uh, and forms of toilets and all kinds of things um, that, we, that we think didn't happen until this century. And that isn't true either. There were a lot of places, mostly among the rich, to tell you the truth, but, um, but they had them. And I think that we are kind of sold on a lie when it comes to, when it comes to water. And I, I, I think we need a lot more awareness of all of the different avenues that we have. And I actually think it will tick people off when they figure out the availability that we've always had and the amounts we pay for water. And then, of course, you know, people refer to it like liquid gold because they're paying so much for water because we're always told that we're either in a, a drought, in a shortage. I mean, think about your whole life. How many times have you been uh, in a situation where the government's telling you that uh, where there's no availability whatsoever? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, so on that, the water, I was just uh-huh. thinking about, like, you know, how how long ago was Tulacon built mm-hmm. and how they couldn't, you know, drive out there. They had to, like, haul everything out in cart and wagon. <laughs> and now look at all the building that's going on out there. Right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about money and how much money they can get. So, yeah, I agree. I, I think there's a huge component of profit here in control. I do. Ah, thank you. Trying to like the water. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you. If they can get enough money from you, then, you know. I agree. Let's jack it. I agree. As high as we can get it. Yep. As we can get them to pay. Yep. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Why did the powers to be want to enslave mankind? (laughs) Ah, the age old question. Yeah. The age old question. Yeah. And. What do you do to enslave people? Mm-hmm. You create controllable commodities. Yeah. Regardless of what they are, whether it's water, whether it's corn, uh, whether it's uh, uh, tiddlywings, it <laughs> so doesn't true. matter. It's, yeah. You simply exert control mm-hmm. wherever you can exert control. Right. That allows you to fleece the sheep. Ah, thank you for that. Yes. I actually agree with you. Did you know you can go to primarywater.org and you can, you can, you can uh, go through everything that they've listed. They've listed all these different studies, all of these different things that document the presence of, of vast quantities of water. And uh, we don't have a water shortage. It's renewable. It's renewable. You know, the, the left has kind of poisoned that word for me, <laughs> sustainable, renewable, but it is. Water is renewable. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, that gentleman caller a uh-huh. few calls ago, the farmer, yeah, he made a yeah. few good points. I don't know if he uh, is putting his attention where it should be, mm-hmm. but he is factually correct when he says the water table in most areas is going down. Mm-hmm. And back in the old days when people were uh, pulling water out there with a the hand pump, mm-hmm. there weren't as many people and they weren't pulling as much water out. Sure. The table is going down and the cost to farmers to haul water out from hundreds of feet down, hundreds of feet, right. rather than just dozens of feet, gets very expensive with electricity. And the government is not only not going to help, they are going to actively hurt the farmer like they've continued to do mm-hmm. for decades. Yeah, but they'll put they in could, a very... They could help out here by digging, mm-hmm. digging big wells mm-hmm. and helping the populace. It's the government that we should be looking at here. I agree. crowing about the drought. I agree. I actually I agree because, you know, they want to uh, put in a very expensive 
pipeline <laughs> that will benefit a lot of people in power that knew it was coming, yet they won't sure. put money into this. And they have uh, they have very they have so much evidence on this, and they go back so far on this to Aristotle. Well, look at 15, 20 years ago when they started the emphasis mm-hmm. on these windmills, right. and we all see the results of that. These windmills have been a big basket case. Mm-hmm. The solar farms they put out in southern Nevada. I forget what the name of the biggest one was. That turned out to be a bust. Yeah. Everything they've sunk billions into has been a bust, except for doing something that will help the public at large. Farmers, food, people. Yeah. Have a yeah. good day. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um, and let me say this, too. The history of primary water back in the 60s, Dr. Reese, Dr. Stephen Reese, he was a geologist, mining engineer, and drew, introduced the California government to the concept of primary water. This was in the 60s. He proposed a water delivery plan, which included drilling 8,000 primary water wells along the foothills of the western slope of the Sierra Nevada mountains. The state government at the time was geared toward managing only atmospheric water. Kind of like what the farmer was talking about, right? So Reese's proposal was ignored, and the California aqueduct was built instead. Had Reese's plan been pursued at the time, the output of primary water wells at a conservative average of 270 gallons per minute, would be producing more than 3 billion, 100 million gallons of water per day. Each one of the wells, 365 days a year, because it's renewable. And so even if they did a scaled-down version, that's why I'm saying it would be flowing for farming, it would be flowing for wildlife, and people, regardless of multi-year dry, uh, dry spells, which would naturally occur. That's why I'm saying, why, if the people would go and say, okay, if government is going to put their, uh, their heavy fist on water, then why aren't more people asking them about primary water? Because they will poo-poo it around every single corner because they don't want to do it. But they will present very expensive pipelines. Primary water, the advantages to this, it provides clean, unspoiled water, is fresh, not subject to pollution, created under pressure so it comes near the surface by itself, incurring less pumping costs, never dries up, unlike groundwater, is not subject to the effects of drought, does not cause subsidence uh, like the groundwater wells, it refills depleted groundwater supplies from below in some instances, is plentiful and replenishable, and it can be localized to meet the water needs of individual communities. Horizontal drilling rigs can benefit even fish and wildlife by refilling dried up streams and lakes because it's renewable. I used to live by uh, Lake Elsinore, which went dry in the 1950s. Primary water was used to refill dried up lakes like Lake Elsinore. So all I'm saying is, is you might, well, you might say to me, well, we're not doing that, though. So we have to work within this shortage. What if people understood about primary water and what if they went to government or what if they did it themselves or a host of different, different things that we could do, but no one's even talking about it or bringing it up? And I think that's the problem. Everyone thinks we're reliant on atmospheric water. And I think that's a lie that's been shoved down our throats for decades, and we seem to think that that's the only source. We're told it's the only source, which means that government can do a whole lot of things while it's saying, oh, see, 
we didn't get rain. See? So, therefore, um, we can uh, we can ask you to do more. We can control more. We can um, uh, control your water like they are doing in California. All I'm saying is it's right there. God made a really wonderful world. Renewable water everywhere. Why are we not drilling down for it? And why aren't we demanding to drill down for it even more so? Why are we not demanding that as a people and getting together to do it as a people? So I just, when the government completely turns their back on such a a fantastic source of water, aren't you wondering why they're doing that and why they keep up uh, the lie that atmospheric water is the only water? Anyway, just a question. Conversations. I love conversations on this show. I'll tell you what. And I actually loved all the phone calls. And thank you for calling in. I like it when people agree or disagree. I don't care. I actually just like the conversation. Tell you the truth. Hopefully it gets everyone thinking. That's exactly what's going to happen in my next hour with Melissa. So hang on to your hat for that one. Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time. George Soros will pay good money for them. The show starts now. It is a controversial claim. A new study suggests the coronavirus doesn't just hijack our cells. In some cases, it can actually alter our DNA. The researchers have found indirect evidence of this in a small number of tissues taken from patients. And their study caused a huge stir in the scientific community and a lot of questions. Could these DNA changes explain certain long hauler symptoms or autoimmune disease? Could these changes increase the risk of cancer? It sounds scary and maybe it is scary, but I think it's might. Uh, it's probably just a big nothing burger. <laughs> UC San Diego virologist Dr. Davy Smith says, hold on, we still don't have direct evidence of this happening in people. And even if it is, there's a good chance it's not a big deal. If this one thing is for certain, his study is prompting a whole lot more research. Derek Stahl, ABC 10. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a nothing burger. <laughs> DNA changing, altering, autoimmune disease, cancer. It's nothing. (laughs) Gotta love ABC 10 in San Diego. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I know I'm still floored by that clip. I talk about a a news team that uh, will be more concerned about uh, the, um, the nothing burger of climate change more so than the changing, permanent changing of your DNA. Fascinating. Um, I can't make this up. And I, I was telling a, a local audience, I could not have foretold this in a fiction book, everything that was going on right now. Just just could not. Um, it's, uh, it still amazes me every single day when I wake up and I think we're still here. We're still in this. And this is the kind of crazy we have to listen to. Oh, changing of your cells, possible disease. I know it sounds scary and it might be, but it's a nothing burger. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, thanks, TV analyst, uh, virologist, Davey. Anyway, I welcome you to the Kate Daly Show. I have Melissa on with me, and that clip has nothing to do with what we're really going to talk about today. Um, but I had to play it just because it's so insane, right? Um, but Melissa Smith, who joins me every Wednesday, I'm glad you're back uh, this week, and uh, my heart goes out to you. Uh, you lost your father last week, and I, I can't even imagine. So I'm, I'm just glad you're with us this week. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. always my pleasure to be here. Yeah, I, um, I, we're going to be taking on a kind of a really hot topic, and I, I want people to just sit back and listen to the whole hour because I think that there's going to be a lot to gain in wisdom from this that is rarely talked about in 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 radio, because in radio this is one of those taboo topics. I hate to say, um, and something that everybody kind of gets their bristles up, you know. The second it's even mentioned, everyone goes to a corner in which they dwell or have dwelled for decades in thought, and they say, well, this is this way, and this is this way, and there is no other school of thought. And for some reason, the topic of Israel is extremely divisive, and... um, you know, I was always I was always taught growing up, you know, stand with Israel. And I, I do. I mean, when I say I do, what I'm saying is, is I recognize a group of people, not their government. But there are some things that we need to talk about that I feel like are just it's imperative that we have these conversations. And we should be doing this on the radio. We should be talking about this because the the, the, the fast thing to do is I don't like what you're about to say. I don't even know what you're going to say, but I don't think I like it. You're an anti-Semite. And I don't know why people have to do that. They don't do it with anything else, really, maybe except for uh, race. Oh, you're a racist. Well, why don't you hear the person out first, you know? And when somebody says anti-Semite really, really quickly, I'm going, what are you so afraid that I'm going to say something that goes up against everything you think? Why don't you, why don't you just open your mind a little bit to understand maybe another school of thought here? What, what's your take on this uh, topic kind of overall, Melissa? Well, first of all, I think that we need to recognize that Israel as a, as a nation is a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to go away at this point. I think that there were um, pathways that we could have taken, that the world could have taken at at another time. Um, But this is an incredibly complicated story. And in this moment that we find ourselves now, there are no easy answers and there are no good guys. There's no white hats here. Um, The Israelis are not white hats despite what they would prefer that we believe nor are the palestinians and the muslim world um you have two groups of people now who are determined um that they will succeed at their own goal at all cost hmm. so so um you read i don't know you read a book and it sort of it, it, it introduced some new thoughts into what zionism is into the creation of israel and and now where we yeah. land right now where it's kind of hard to know who the perpetrator is who the victim is and like like investigator dave said a little of both at this point in time in 2021 and and i would say in the last few decades have things changed but but I think what you're going to introduce, too, is a little bit more on the history that is very complicated. And I don't think people ever give this complicated history any 
attention whatsoever. It's like we get into a corner based on maybe political views, and then we don't we don't go any further on this subject, which is really strange. Well, the book is called, and and I strongly, if you're if you have an interest in the Middle East at all, read this book. It's called Against Our Better Judgment by Allison Weir, and she is tracing um, the the roots of of. Where did Israel come from? And she's not really looking at the situation right now in this moment, but she's kind of taking a bigger, broader, longer look, Mm -hmm. going back all the way to the beginning of what's called political Zionism. Okay. Now, I just have a question, quick question for you before you launch in. When... When we're, and I know you already have, <laughs> but but I think for the audience, they might be thinking at this point that they're seeing a lot of leftists in the media go very anti-Israel all of a sudden when they've always sort of shored this relationship up in the media. And so when you're when you're re- when you're reading a book about this, are you looking for political angling? Like, is this person politically angling or is this person honestly trying to seek out what what, what the truth is in the middle somewhere? I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? What I really like about this book is that half of the book, a full half of the book mm-hmm. that's printed mm-hmm. is her footnotes saying, go look at. She doesn't quote anybody without saying, go look this up. Go go check the source, which I think is a really good sign on yeah. her part. Okay. And she is looking really at the, the Jewish-Israeli perspective. What happened historically there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is the story that we have never been told? And why were we not told it? Oh, more, yeah, that's even, um, even more interesting. Why were we not told? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so she, uh, there probably is another book equally powerful about the Palestinians, but you, you have to start somewhere. Um, and what, I'll tell you what, genuinely, genuinely, this book was shocking to me. Because I thought I was pretty well informed about Israel, and um, there were things there that I had no, no idea about. And, and I don't think the American public has any idea about. And so I think your statement here, like, give, just approach this with an open mind and ask yourself, if this is true, um, why were we played this way? Mm. And and against our better judgment is the book. And she's talking about how the United States was played. Right. How the and, and if you think about what is happening right now, right now the American taxpayer is paying both for Iron Dome and the missiles being launched by uh Hezbollah. Mm. So who, you know, why are we funding both sides as they try to annihilate each other? Right. How did that come to be? Uh, and and that is a question that every single American taxpayer should we should all be asking ourselves. Yeah. Because that invites us to ask some questions about our own government that really badly need to be asked. Hmm. Okay. So let's do it. Talk about the history just a little bit before we go to break in a, about three minutes. Talk about the history um, of the creation. Well, I I think we have to go back before the creation of Israel and understand that Zionism, political Zionism, um, was a movement that was started 
with the deliberate attempt, uh, you know, with the vision of creating, uh, recreating the Jewish state in Palestine. And and initially, um, the the people who had that vision, mm-hmm. uh, people like Theodore Herzl, did not necessarily envision going to Palestine. They looked at a lot of places, including Texas. Right. You know, wouldn't that have been an interesting twist of events if yeah. we had had the, the Jewish state in Texas? But they looked at lots of places around the world and eventually settled on Palestine because of the historical connection to the Jewish people. But it... Um, when they began to prop, I hate to say propagandize, but when they began to kind of popularize the idea mm-hmm. of the Jews returning, it was done very deliberately. And we're talking about a movement that began in the late 1800s. Israel is not created as a state by the United Nations until 1947. Mm-hmm. So this is something that has been going for a hundred years or more. Right. To move move large numbers of Jews from wherever they were in the world into Palestine at whatever cost to anybody who stood in the way of it. Right. It was kind of the outcome of World War Two. What this was one of the things. It was that kind was of the outcome of World War One. Mm. Yes, yes, so yes, yes. You're right. Yeah. We have to go yeah, back you're right, farther. You're right. Yep. The the Balfour Declaration comes out of World War One mm-hmm. and the intervention of the Zionists to twist American politicians' arms to be involved in World War One. the deal that was struck was a, a very well-organized secret group of Zionists were able to do, the, the British needed American help and, and to fight the war, and they, made, they cut a deal and said to the British, if you support a Jewish homeland, in Palestine, we will put pressure on um, the Americans to join the war effort. They pressured Wilson. Hmm. And it's yeah. a crazy, it's a crazy story and, and one that is not well known. Okay. Um, We're going to come right pe- back on that, on that point. We're going to come right back right after the break. We'll, we'll start right from this point right here. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly show more with Melissa Smith when we return. of nature changing the world one life at a time it's a, an awesome product i've got my uncle on it my mom on it i've got four or five of my best friends from high school on it they all have their own little story to tell about this product so kudos it's just an amazing product i'm a food delivery driver i drive semis and i unload up to a thousand cases of food by hand every day and with this this is on for me it has been my attention spam my energy and my focus i can just feel it in my body at Balance of Nature, customer success is our success. Let's hear from some of our employees. I love the fact that I can come to my job every day and help our customers achieve the health goals that they want to attain. Every time I hear a success story, it brings a smile to my face and automatically improves my mood. Customer success is our success, and that just makes me very happy when I hear that they are succeeding on their health goals. 
Come and grow with us. Apply today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers. Save every day at Finley Hyundai. Memorial Day savings all month long at Finley Hyundai. Like 0% for 60 months. And no payments for 90 days on several models. Everyone's back. With more people on the road, there's more reason for safety. Like in the all-new 2021 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid. Hyundai comes with complimentary maintenance for three years. Or 36,000 miles. Whichever comes first. And Hyundai Assurance. America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles powertrain limited warranty. Finley Hyundai on the savings side of the freeway. FinleyHyundaiStGeorge.com. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere with most standard algorithm. In the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Folks, after the year we've had, I think it's time to clear the air. And installing an air scrubber with A-Zion Mechanical can do just that. Using certified space technology, the air scrubber uses ionized particles that attack contaminants in the air and can easily be installed within an hour into your existing air system. What that means is it immediately starts scrubbing the air in your home from viruses, bacteria, mold, and even cleans your air ducts. Take that, science fiction. So call A-Zion Mechanical at 435-680-9180 and ask about the air scrubber today. A-Zion Mechanical, their goal is your happiness. We hear a lot of chatter these days about protecting the environment and the importance of the green movement. But of all the clean energy sources, the one that's doing the best job of protecting the planet with how clean it truly is, along with its abundance and affordability, and just so happens to be American, it's propane. Yes, propane. Look up the facts for yourself. And if you'd like a career with an industry that shares these values and is set to grow by nearly $50 billion by 2026, go to findapropanejob.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. You know, one of the convenient things about wearing a mask is it hides missing or broken teeth or other dental issues that you might be struggling with. Now that restrictions and mandates are being eased, we can help you take off the mask and proudly show off your smile. Our well-trained team and modern facility can meet any need and ensure that your treatment is comfortable and effective. It's why we've been voted best in Southern Utah. Visit PlumDental.com to learn more about our new patient and seasonal specials and schedule your visit today. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive, where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner, now at their new location, 237 North Bluff, Southern Utah's number one place to purchase all your home and business printing supplies. St. George Ink and Toner. Hey, this is Steve with Garage Doors Only. Did you know that each year over 10,000 people are hurt or injured attempting to repair their own garage door? At Garage Doors Only, our team of professionals can safely repair or replace your garage door or motor. Our business is family-owned and operated, and we service all of southern Utah and the Mesquite area. Don't be a statistic. Call the professionals at Garage Doors Only, 435-868-1200. Mattress store for their Memorial Day summer of sleep event happening now through Memorial Day, and I have Justin here to tell us all the good things. Yeah, we've got up to $500 on the brand new Tempur-Pedics with the new Sleep Tracker technology. Perfect. And you guys have four Southern Utah locations. Yes. Bluff by Ace Hardware, Washington by Best Buy, Bloomington by the Walmart, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats a mattress store. Nobody.
Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly show for you. Always interesting topic, a great conversation. I've got Melissa Smith on board today, so it's got a lot of fun. And Susan today, um, always a lot to to just think about today. In fact, you know when that song started, um, when I started playing that song by Tears for Fears, uh, everybody wants to rule the world. It said acting on your best behavior. And it's kind of interesting that air passengers were just warned to wear masks and behave. Um, You better behave ahead of the holiday. You guys better behave for Memorial Day. And I thought, wow, it's getting really interesting. And they're having the same problem in Israel, too. And we'll talk about this, too. But the the control, the you guys better do what we say. We control you. We control whether you get to go on vacation or not. You better be good, boys and girls. It's really a crazy time that we're living in. And I wanted to mention MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Make sure that you're ordering up those uh, products. It actually helps with the show. But you're going to get terrific products. And you're going to be amazed at the quality. That's all I can say. Melissa even has a, a topper on her bed, like, right? It's amazing, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And you, I love it. I, you cannot, I, I swear to you, if you have a mattress that's older, this is a great way to spruce it up and give it a whole new life is put a mattress topper on it by my pillow. Um, they also have mattresses and everything else. The mattresses are amazing. They are wonderful. Make sure that you are ordering up and it helps the show by putting in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and go to mypillow.com. Uh, and I thank you for that because we need it. And so I appreciate it. Um, Melissa, right? Right where we left off, you were just about to kind of launch into some points there. So, well, the I guess the key thing that people need to know after World or even before World War One, mm-hmm. um, Louis Brandeis, who eventually becomes a, a U.S. Supreme Court justice, was a very confirmed Zionist, and because of his legal career, because of his legal aspirations. He could not operate in the open about it. Mm-hmm. And so he had several people that he recruited. Most notably was Felix Frankfurter, who later on also becomes a Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. um, do his bidding behind closed doors. It kept Brandeis's hands clean of being involved with political operations that he could not and should not ethically have been involved with, but was on the, on the side. Um, and between Brandeis and Frankfurter, the network that they developed, Frankfurter was a Harvard law professor. He saw the best and the brightest coming through Harvard law school. And they were recruiting young legal minds and professional minds of all kinds into government service through their Zionist organization. Hmm. And they filled government positions with Zionists. That's really critically important to understand what happens. And none of these people, I mean, this is not operating out in the open. These are people, this is a very under-the-radar operation. And it was meant to be that way. They did not want people in the government to know of their affiliation because the State Department at the time was 
opposed to Zionism. This is a piece of history I don't think anyone knows. If you think about the position of the U.S. government with relationship to Israel recently, you would think that we've always supported Israel. Not so. In the years immediately following World War One, mm-hmm. the, the State Department was saying things, this is not, the political Zionism is not in American interests. Establishing a Jewish homeland in Palestine is not part of American interest. In fact, it's counterproductive to American interest to be involved. Mm-hmm. And if you think about what was being asked for, the population of Palestine was about 97% Muslim and Christian. Interesting. Wilson, who staked his reputation on self-determination, um, the State Department was advising this will seriously damage the United States' reputation if we try to force mm-hmm. a 97% of the people to something they don't want. That is not self-determination. And mm. it did not in any way curb or something um, they stop didn't the want. Zionists. And, and who are you talking about? Something that they didn't want. Who, who's the they? Oh, the people who were actually living in Palestine at the time. That's Muslims and Christians. Less than 3% of the population was Jewish, although there were Jews that were living there. But at this time, in the time between World War I and World War II, the Zionists were making lots of appeals trying to get Jews to emigrate to to Palestine. Mm-hmm. Um and nobody wanted to go. Um, the Jews of Europe did not want to go. The Jews of America for sure didn't want to go. And the Jews here in America thought of themselves as Americans first. Mm-hmm. They did not feel any affiliation to going to is- what, it, what would right. eventually become Israel to Palestine. But people were told, though, that everyone wanted this. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and you're saying, that's no, that's not story. true. Yeah, that wasn't Don't true. Don't forget. The Zionist, I mean, think about the playbook. The playbook is control the media, control the story. Americans were not being told anything about resistance to going to Palestine Mm. from any place in the world. And it's another kind of interesting, who would have guessed this, but Adolf Hitler and some of the Zionists were working together. Hitler didn't want Jews in in Germany, Mm -hmm. and the Zionists didn't want Jews in Germany either. Mm. They were working together, Hitler and and some of Goebbels, and Mm -hmm. put out a propaganda piece trying to encourage Jews to leave Germany and go to Palestine. Hmm. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? As well... There was uh, an American ambassador to Poland where the story being put out was that the Jews were being persecuted mercilessly in Poland. Mm-hmm. And this American ambassador wrote a, a, a piece, of, like a white paper for the State Department and said, I am not finding as much evidence as one would suspect. And he was attacked and threatened and said, if you don't back off of your story, of your, your position here, we will make sure you never get confirmation in the Senate for your position. You will stop. 
And um, he his his reaction to that was, I would think that the Jewish people would be glad to know that their people are not being persecuted. Hmm. At least not as much as was being represented. So let's hmm. kind of fast forward to the years during the war and immediately following the war. Okay. FDR had made some noise about allowing some of, you know, increasing opportunities for persecuted Jews in Europe during World War II to come to America. Mm -hmm. And who cut that off? It was the Zionists. They said, we will not, we do not want them to come to America. They need to go to Palestine. That is the one and only option. They closed doors all over the world, countries that were willing to take people who were trying to flee the Nazi regime. And it was Zionists, this political Zionists. And when you hear political Zionists, I want you to think elitists, because that's what they were. They did not care that people were dying in Germany mm-hmm. so much. If they weren't willing to go to Palestine, then too bad for them. Hmm. That's a really brutal thing to say, and I'm sorry to even have to say it. Right. Because that is not the narrative that we've all been told. Right. Right. And we We, we were pretty much told everyone was lobbying for it. Everyone wanted it. They couldn't wait to go. And uh, and if you weren't told that, you were told that, uh, that well, you didn't didn't hear about any resistance from the Jewish people about it, right? No. Interesting that we didn't hear that very much. They did. Many, many Jews did not want to go. And after the war, people in the displaced persons camps, people who these are people who have been liberated now from Auschwitz, Mm -hmm. (laughs) really brutal, bitter places, were being recruited into the. uh, Like I said, it's not it's not Israel yet, but they were being recruited into Um, The military forces that were being organized, some of them did not even speak, did not speak Hebrew. Hmm. They did not want to go. They were recruited and shipped off to to Palestine, either for or against their will, and were told to go fight the Muslims, kick them out. Many of them died in Palestine, and some of them, they don't even know their names because... They were just fodder for the machine. Hmm. So when I guess here's part of the bigger story and part of the takeaway for me, we need to make sure that we understand clearly that there are people in the world who do not care about cannon fodder. Yeah. If you are not cooperating with the agenda, then you are irrelevant and we don't care what happens to you. And that doesn't mean that 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 applies to all kinds of special interest groups in the world right now. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's interesting. I remember when Rebecca Roth, uh, Rebecca Roth brought up 9-11 and she said that on board um, there were some uh, Israeli spies, right? And, and there was some documentation that these people worked for the CIA in Israel, okay? And, and it was interesting because people's reaction to that. Oh, yeah, but that, that, they, they didn't have anything to do with it. Well, 
well, why do we have the reaction we do to that? You know, when somebody from some country called ABC does something, I don't go, well, now I hate the whole country. I go, somebody from ABC country did this. Why do we have such a tribal response every single time and paint it as a whole? You know, I could certainly see that members from other countries, CIAs that have us under their thumb for some very strange reason, um, could do things to us, could be uh, responsible. Because when the government says this is who did it, you almost have to do the 180, right? You have to go you have to go completely the opposite direction to find perpetrators because they're only the media is only going to point the finger over here when they should be pointing it possibly over here. And so why is it that we have that kind of response? Why? Have we been trained this way? Uh, uh, probably. Mm. We've been propagandized to the point that, uh, you know, when the weather vane points in a certain direction, we all point in the same way. And and truly, why why are we talking about this story as shocking and revelatory Now, this is a story that unfolded in 1946. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yet we don't know the story. So we we can't think the thoughts Mm -hmm. that we don't uh, about things that we don't know because we've never been told. Do you remember the hearings and all the hullabaloo about Zionism in the 1950s? Do you remember when our government went after that? No. (laughs) Nope. So I want to talk about that with you when we come back. I want to talk about that because I think I find that more than fascinating Um, that it was only in one direction. I shouldn't find it fascinating because we could probably go to history and find many, many examples uh, of this. But uh, they're called it's called, uh, you know, well, anyway, we'll be right back more with Melissa. when We come back to Kate Daly show. My kitchen, my gorgeous kitchen with the sunlight pouring in. I love my kitchen. That kitchen is a visionary homes kitchen. And I get so many compliments on it. We love your kitchen. It's light. It's beautiful. The choices I made and that they helped me make made the difference. The Visionary Homes state-of-the-art design studio in St. George gives life to your dreams. If you can see it, they can build it. They were so helpful no matter who we talked to. It was perfect. Visionary Homes specializes in quality with over 20 designs from which to choose. Townhomes and condos to ramblers and two-story. And the Visionary team is dedicated to weekly construction updates and on-time completion. And if you have a comfortable relationship with that builder and his team, you're going to get what you want. Visionary Homes was that and so much more. Building your home with you in mind. This is Visionary Homes. Visit the Design Center on Silicon Drive in St. George or explore the possibilities at visionaryhomes.com. Visionary Homes, build Built for living. Built for you. The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Lincoln offers a standard 2-liter turbocharged I-4 engine and an available 2.7-liter V6 twin turbocharged engine. With varying horsepower, you can choose the engine that best suits your performance needs, helping you to make your drive uniquely your own. Right now, you can get 0% for 72 months, plus a $1,000 bonus cash on the 2020 Lincoln Nautilus. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We hear you. On approved credit through Lincoln AFS Financial. Oasis. See dealer for details. 
Are you getting frustrated that home prices in Southern Utah keep climbing out of your price range? Heritage Reverse Mortgage can help. A reverse mortgage extends your purchasing power and helps you afford the home you've always dreamed of having. Call us now for a consultation or free informational DVD. You will live better in retirement by financing your home with Southern Utah's reverse mortgage specialists. Call 435-359-9000 or visit heritagereversemortgage.com. NMLS number 1497455. Not all borrowers will qualify. Share the rain. Raindance Dry Cleaners offers free pickup and delivery on your laundry and dry cleaning. New customers receive $10 in free dry cleaning. And when you share the rain with your friends and family, you'll get another $10 in free dry cleaning. Raindance services vacation rentals, Airbnb, commercial, household, while making you and your environment eco-friendly and always looking your best. Download our app today. Share the rain with Raindance Dry Cleaners. Have you heard of teeth in a day? Did you know teeth in a day actually means they attach a set of dentures called temporary to your dental implants for 6 to 10 months before you get your final set of teeth? At Nuvia Dental Implant Center, our revolutionary new protocol and technology allows us to give you permanent teeth in 24 hours. Before getting dental implants anywhere else, let us show you the difference. Get your permanent set of teeth in 24 hours at Nuvia. Go to nuviasmiles.com slash radio to learn more. Coming soon at the Haven at Sky Mountain, the Villas, an independent and carefree lifestyle. Drive up to freedom from home ownership, where the Villa residents will have access to services and amenities like weekly house cleaning, laundry services, all-day, anytime dining, activities, pickleball, swimming pool, exclusive clubhouse, and dog park, all included. The Villas at the Haven at Sky Mountain, where friends become family. Call 435-674-7883 or havenassistedliving.com. Voted best of Southern Utah. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. Best mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the best mattress, 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? Do you have parents or a loved one that really needs 24-hour care? If they're really not the best in an emergency or with modern technology like a smartphone, here's something to consider. Rescue Alert of Dixie. With just a single push of a button, your loved one will be contacted and get immediate help. Plus, just by wearing the device around their neck, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to a phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie still works. The Emergency Response Center will call them to make sure they're okay or call someone from their call list or send emergency medical help immediately. The idea of having somebody there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week is a great gift for anybody. No matter their age, and it costs less than a dollar a day with no contracts. For peace of mind, consider Rescue Alert of Dixie today. Protecting your loved ones with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or RescueAlertDixie.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi 
Daly Show. How are you today? Uh, welcome back. Fascinating discussion with Melissa today, and I'm always grateful for these, and I'm grateful that we can have these and applaud the stations that say that, yes, in America, under free speech, you can speak about things <laughs> without without being accused of hatred and all the extreme emotions you can actually have a conversation isn't that great you can actually talk things over and find the truth that lies within the stories and fables that we have been told all along and the things that might not or have been skewed or distraction news or all the other uh, things that we've been told all along so I'm grateful to have this discussion with Melissa and let me just tell you um, uh, go to balanceofnature.com balanceofnature.com has 31 fruits and vegetables you'll love this product it'll give you the no more blah days effect it is awesome it'll just put the pep in your step and i'm telling you your body needs the nutrients so why not give it what it needs right now we have been uh, devoid of these nutrients for so long our poor bodies you know the the beating that they take with today's diet is just amazing that we are all still standing to tell you the truth so please go get this food supplement it will really help your body out from doing double time go to balanceofnature.com and put in the code kate and you'll get uh, 30 percent off and free shipping there's no better deal than that take advantage of it start taking it it's affordable you'll love it and you'll get 35 percent off and free shipping all right melissa <laughs> let's keep going okay. um yeah take it from here well the question that you were asking mm-hmm. before we went to break is why why were the 1950s dominated by the stories of, you know, you know communists. Okay. Then why mean, were we not hearing about political Zionism? Right. I have a caller for you. Hi, caller. Welcome oh, to the show. Okay. Go right ahead. Hi, Melissa. Oh, hey, this it's is Uncle Milty. Segment. <laughs> Uncle Milty. Yeah. This is a great segment, but we're leaving out the all-important made-for-Hollywood factual historical movie Exodus. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You're right. right. You're right. Don't forget that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We'll make sure to include it. Believe it or not, I I read that book when I was way back in my college days Mm -hmm. and was profoundly influenced by it. Sure. There is no finer piece of writing to influence anyone to be pro-Israeli than Exodus by Leon Uris. Mm Mm-hmm. What people don't know about the the people on board the ship, the Exodus, which is what the the book hinges around, at least in part, what they don't know about it is that the people that were on the ship wanted to go to the United States, for one. That's the first thing we can talk about. They did not want to go to Palestine, but they were rerouted to Palestine. And the Israelis, they were not allowed to land in Israel, in Palestine, uh, they kept them for seven months on board that ship until everybody caved in and, and agreed to be agreeable and to stay in Palestine. Mm. That is not what Leon Uris would have you know or right. believe. Right. No. Well, and and it, it is. It's, it goes to this point, too. The reason why we didn't hear about things like uh, that is because the Israel lobby which is an actual term, Mm -hmm. is the largest and most powerful lobby inside the United States government today. Right. They have been, they have tightly controlled the narrative, tightly controlled the stories run by the media, tightly controlled what we are allowed to know. And, And they have tremendous influence in Congress. 
They have been uh, president makers. You mm-hmm. cannot run for president, at least historically, without the blessing of the Israel lobby. Right. Right. So why is the United States so heavily pro-Israeli? Because there are people inside our own government who will not tolerate it to be any other way mm-hmm. and to question the Israel lobby or to question Israel as a state is to be labeled an anti-Semite. Right, which is like poison in, in, in the United States. That's a poisonous term, and it's a terrible term, and it shuts off the conversation. But what you're talking about is the lobby, right? That is the government portion. And so it's interesting that standing with Israel is really an ode to standing with their government, whatever their lobbies want, whatever their government's about. And I just, I find that kind of, we must separate the two in, in, in a lot of terms because in this day and age, I mean, look where we're at in the world right now. Do we honestly think that they have not? Well, Kate, I separate myself from yeah. the CIA. <laughs> I do too. I, I mean, I abhor the CIA what they're doing. does many things that mm-hmm. I do not approve of. My right. government does many things I don't want to be affiliated with. Mm-hmm. And so I, and I think that that's part of this story as well. Understand when displaced persons who had been the victims of Nazi atrocities mm-hmm. were cut off from emigrating to other places in the world. And the only option they were allowed was to go to Palestine, whether they wanted to go there or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to stand with the common people because right. We better learn how to stand together because there are other forces in the world who do not care about us. Well, what if what if they were always told that they had to stand with our CIA, with with our government, no matter what our government did in our name? And what if they brushed us with a broad brushstroke and it was I stand with America. But what they meant was I stand with America's government that is uh, robbing and, and pillaging <laughs> The, uh, the 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 people of the United States. How would we feel about that? Wouldn't we want that separation? Wouldn't we want people to know that? Please don't put me in the same bucket as them, as these greedy, awful, hor- horrible little politicians that are bought and sold. I don't want to be associated with what they're doing in the world. I don't want to be associated with the CIA. I don't want to be put in the same place. But what if they were told that they could either stand with the USA, which meant the government, or they hate the USA? There's only two choices. I mean, that's not okay to do that. We've got to figure out another uh, conversation point other than you either hate or you either completely stand and you stand behind every single thing that they do. Well, I think it would be refreshing if we learned how to stand with truth and right. honor and human rights and all those kinds right, of things. Right. Um, instead of standing with a government. hmm and or standing with uh, even worse, you know, the intelligence arm of our government. Mm-hmm. Let's stand for principles and values. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, to- you know, let's, I totally let's agree. Let's stand with, that. with the people who um, want peace in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm going to sound like a hippie, but um, <laughs> truly, let's, let's, on stand the with, <laughs> let's stand on principles and not with government. Oh, I told Yes. And, and, you know, when we talk about, you know, the basic uh, Christianity, okay, and uh, of which we are both, um, you know, of followers of, of Christ. And so you hear the gathering of Israel a lot. And I'm wondering, you know, 
when you're looking this up and the government puts their stamp on it, they're always talking about the state of Israel as the piece of property that Israel dwells on. But I, I, I have to, I have to wonder if the gathering of Israel is more about a people, a, uh, the, the state of, of the, of the followers of Christ, the people more so than it is a plot of land, because what you're talking about specifically is the settlement of where Israel came to be, right? And and the place, now biblically speaking, you can find some scriptures that point to this, especially in the end times pointing to this area. But, you know, that was that was devised, okay, as you're saying, World War One, World War Two. This was a devised, contrived piece of property. And so I'm wondering if, if maybe we should spend a little more attention on the gathering of Israel as a people, more so than the... Whatever happens within those state lines constructed in 1948, whatever happens within those lines is perfectly perfect and everywhere else isn't. I can't imagine that could be the case in 2021 where all governments and CIAs have been hijacked at this point, right? Well, the real problem, like I said, at the the very top of the show was is right now that we have two players. We have we have the the muslims and the jews looking at each other pledging mutual destruction of the other and that is not any kind of spiritual anything right you're right that is and- that is genocidal on both sides and i understand why the israelis take the positions that they do many times mm-hmm. um because they have people that surround them that have pledged to push them into the sea right Right. Um, I also understand why the Palestinians are pretty hot when um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't share this, because this is one of the most shocking things I think I read okay. in the whole book. All right. Um, Menachem Begin, who ultimately and Yitzhak Shamir both were involved in the Irgun militia mm-hmm. and the Irgun militia, they were the guys that were responsible for. Um, clearing the Muslims. The the first attempt to go to, for the Jews to return to to Palestine was to buy property and to come in in a peaceful, legal way. Mm-hmm. But if that wasn't going to work, then we're going to send the militia in and we're going to get rid of them by one way or another. And, and the Irgun militia was responsible for the slaughter of many... They, mm-hmm. they would go into Muslim villages... And just kill everybody. Right. And and that's what they did. Um, Begin, um, uh, it's just so awful. I, I won't even read uh, the atrocities that they committed. But they are on a par mm-hmm. with the same kinds of atrocities you would have expected out of World War II. Mm. You know, we're just going to line people up and mow them down. Right. Begin was... Um, tried to come to the United States. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, the State Department was aware of his involvement with these massacres, and they tried to reject his visa application. And Truman was overruled, overruled the State Department, said, no, he's going to come, mm-hmm. which should tell you something about what was happening behind the scenes with Truman. Mm-hmm. But Begin was asked by um, a television interviewer, how does it feel in light of all that's going on to be the father of terrorism in the Middle East? Hmm. And Begin's response was, in the Middle East, in all the world. Ooh. Ouch. Uh. That's, that's a direct quote from Menachem Begin, who hmm. later on becomes 
the um, mm-hmm. the prime minister of Israel. Right. He he was taking claim to be the man who started terrorism in the Middle East. Do we talk about that ever? No, we don't. And now when the let you it's a if wow. And and when the left talks about it, it's interesting that they pretty much are putting the country in a in a a big a big broad brushstroke. But I would feel that um, that common sense would tell us that we need to separate this out, that we need to understand a little bit more that that led the country uh, to where it is right now and what it's doing, how these people stay in power. And when somebody stays in power for as long as they stay in power, you have to I, there's a lot of control and a lot of profit and a lot of control <laughs> that is given to these people. And that's why they stay in power. We've always said when somebody here stays in power for more than a certain amount of years, you have to know that they probably sold their soul a little bit to the government in order to stay there. And there's no difference to me in the government of these countries that we're talking about. There's no difference. And so when the left talks about it, I, find it, I do find it kind of interesting that they like to kind of more or less encompass the whole country in that we're trying to find out, okay, where's the truth? Where, where is it not? And uh, and even when I was talking about the gathering of Israel, you wouldn't have to gather it if it was in a single place. <laughs> so I think that we're that we're getting a little bit more literal on that than we should be. But there's just so many components to this, Melissa, and so much of a conversation. You brought up so many great things today that people have never heard. Well, I really hope that everyone I hope this ignites a desire among people mm-hmm. to look at the actual issues not just to take a position like I stand with Israel or I stand with the Palestinians. <laughs> right. Get get in the weeds and do some research and read some things because everybody there's plenty of blame and guilt and shame to go around in this mm-hmm. story. I am neither right. pro-Israeli nor pro-Palestinian. Right. I am pro-truth. And why? Yes. And why do the Zionists control our our uh, our Congress? Why is that? Mm. Why are they taking an oath to another country? Why? I, I cannot answer that question. I can't I don't either, know. but they all do. So I, I think if anything were to spur a conversation, it would be that in America. Why are we taking We take an oath to the Constitution and these Congress people are, are then uh, told they have to take an oath to this country. And when somebody runs for president, they have to go over and get the nod. That's very strange. Why is that occurring? Why? Nobody ever answers it because it's always stopped with the, if you ask, you're an anti-Semite. Right. That's right. And and I don't think that that is an appropriate answer ever. No. Uh, What's the name of the book again? Against Our Better Judgment by Allison Weir. Wow. Fascinating stuff. I'm glad you brought it up. Even if no one agrees with all of it or does agree with all of it, might or doesn't, who cares? Let's have this conversation. I think it's wonderful that we're actually talking about it. Thank you so much, Melissa. Appreciate you. My pleasure. That was that was awesome. Uh, isn't she great? This is why I love Melissa. Um, all right. Be right back with Susan. Don't go anywhere. Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with... In- and handfuls of sedatives to understand the mind of a liberal. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
It is a controversial claim. A new study suggests the coronavirus doesn't just hijack our cells. In some cases, it can actually alter our DNA. The researchers have found indirect evidence of this in a small number of tissues taken from patients. And their study caused a huge stir in the scientific community and a lot of questions. Could these DNA changes explain certain long hauler symptoms or autoimmune disease? Could these changes increase the risk of cancer? It sounds scary and maybe it is scary, but I think it's my it's probably just a big nothing burger. <laughs> UC San Diego virologist Dr. Davy Smith says, hold on, we still don't have direct evidence of this happening in people. And even if it is, there's a good chance it's not a big deal. If this One thing is for certain, his study is prompting a whole lot more research. Derek Stahl, ABC 10 News. I wish you guys were in studio with me to see Susan's face when I just played that clip. <laughs> I know. What? That was ABC. That was... I I can't make it up. I had to play it for you because I, I couldn't even write that as satire. Um, nothing burger. I know I've said this three times today. Nothing burger could cause cancer. It may be bad, but it's a nothing burger. And by the way, um, we're doing more research because it hasn't really been researched. But if we did change you forever in your DNA, well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Worry more about climate change that's never affected you in your whole entire life than you would ever worry about your DNA changing forever. Because we took uh, uh, sample cells from people. And we figured out that this could be causing cancer and autoimmune disease, the vaccine. But nothing burger. Don't worry about it. It sometimes I'm left with just I'm in awe. I'm in awe that people would run <laughs> to get this vaccine. And if you did get the vaccine, are you horrified when you hear a clip like this? Are you horrified that ABC 10 San Diego decided that their big investigational piece would be to have somebody named Davey, who's a virologist, say it's a nothing burger that your cells might be changed forever and you can't ever reverse what you just did in that shot. I'm 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 I, I, I literally do not know what to say after that clip. Because this is ABC mainstream news trying to say it's no big deal that they just took samples of tissue and that it came back and that it could be all these devastating things, which we know are happening, right? You and I all know, right? But they're just now discovering that, or they say they are, and then they're immediately, without even the research being done, saying it's nothing. I don't... (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Okay, um, I don't know why anyone would rush to get the shot. I don't get it. I'm 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 baffled by people right now. So, Kate, what's yeah. the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality? <laughs> well, well, six to twelve um, months. Six, six to, to twelve, 12 months. months. Just wait. <laughs> six to twelve. It's the. You know what? So true. I know. It's so true because people conspire every day and we're finding out about it. And now people are finally getting a little sharper to it. That's, you know what it is. It's six to 12 months. Uh, There you go. And I was just talking about the topic in which we shall not talk about on radio. 
forever. And that is, hmm, what's up with Israel's government and what's up with Palestine's government and and really what's going on in the Middle East right now. And it's it's really if you really think about what the 1950s brought on with communism, they never mentioned anything else as a threat to us. Communism is a threat to us. Look what we're turning into. Look at what our nation is turning into. But there's more to it than that. And that's why when you look back and you go, wow, the government's wanted everybody's eyeballs on communism and nothing else. Zionism, I'm sorry, but our government was so infiltrated with that, too. And we didn't want any eyeballs on that. And so if if I could say anything as an ode to distraction news, to distraction stories, to distraction everything, we have more distractions that are built as they as they sort of lie about our history. Right. But we have so much in distractions. If you really look, if you really go back and look, where were our eyeballs sent? You know, it's like 9-11. Look only here. Look at the passport that fell from the sky in one piece, but the plane, the entire plane didn't. Look at the passport. That's the whodunit. We're playing a game of Clue, and they're telling us who it is before the game starts in every decade, all the way back, and we tend to believe it and never question it. Just like what they're doing with this vaccine. They're not questioning. No one's, not no one, but there's a lot of people out there not questioning it. So amazing to me. No. So anyway, no, it was a lesson I learned while floating on the lazy river uh-huh. at the pool. It's very <laughs> easy to float along. It so is. I'm glad you said that. It so is. And it feels like there's not a lot of pressure. But if you stand and turn around and try to fight your way the it's other a back, analogy. Yeah. you go, oh, my gosh, gosh there's, there's a lot of pressure. You can hardly I, do it. Well, I get a lot of flack for the stuff I bring up on the show because there's there. I guess there's a lot of people out there that won't talk about some of the subjects we talk about. Right. And. It's always interesting to me when I get a load of flack at one time or and I'm OK with people disagreeing. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about people that they get upset about the stuff I say, but they don't they don't really do a whole lot of homework about it. They're just upset because it's they're hearing something that they haven't heard before. They're just triggered. Triggered. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's OK. I, hey, you know what? I was triggered for a long time, too. Still am on certain things. So, you know, I, I get it. And I'm not I'm not throwing anyone under the bus that disagrees or, or gets triggered by anything I say on the show. I, I get it. I understand. And that's why I kind of roll with it. But when when if we ever talk about Israel, it's like, boom, um, <laughs> this wall goes up. How dare you? Well, you don't even know what I'm going to say. Uh, you don't think that their government uh, is trying to control? You don't think that their government... Who... Okay, think about this for one moment. People in Israel are given badges for the vaccine. If you had a government that was pro the people, would you ever bring that back after the gold star? Would you ever do that to your people? So don't ever tell me that that government doesn't have a lot of problems and is in control of a lot of the world, if not the whole thing. Don't tell me that you have a place where where good is, evil will also be, always, in everything. And so you're always going to have your opposite. There's no way that a people that is a, a, a generally good people could not have any obstacles, could not have anybody trying to thwart what's going on. Or, or what's happening. It, it just can't be. No. 
So I always just I'm I'm always just stricken by the fact that people go everything we do we're the good guy and everything Israel does they're the good guy and everyone else is bad. Well, but occasionally um, Britain's on board and Britain's pretty good. <laughs> Other than that. Everyone else is out to get us, and they're bad, and they're horrific, but we're always the good guy, no matter what we choose to do, and Israel's always the good guy. I'm sorry, but that just can't be true. It doesn't equate. No, because no. no one's 100% nope. good, and I Ever. like Israel. I, I would well, love to go love there the one day and Israel. visit. Yes, the people and <laughs> the Israel, history. And... Yes, but you don't think that where good is, evil can't reside? That evil just exactly. you know, resides outside of the state boundaries? Give me a break. No, no, no. <sighs> No, you. That anyway. is so true, and that's actually what I wanted to talk about today. Okay. Was and I had to give a hat tip to Amazing Polly, who found this book. Somebody had recommended She's it great. to her. She She's is great. great researcher. And this was a a Polish researcher psychologist who, after experiencing the Nazis and experiencing um, Soviet imposition of communism. As a psychologist said, wait a minute, how are the very worst people being elevated in our society? These people are so horrible, and yet those are the ones that get picked as leaders, as local leaders. How is this happening? Mm -hmm. So he found out that there was actually several groups doing research into this secretly. And so he started to do research, and they came to these conclusions through their own experiences and scientific research that... Human beings are basically divided up into people whose brains function normally Mm -hmm. and they have normal empathy and they want to get along with people but do good for other people and people who have no empathy for other people. And in these toxic systems, and he calls them pathocracies, like pathology, but Mm -hmm. yes, pathocracies, he said they get elevated and elevated because they're willing to do the bidding of the most pathological people. And so then you have 90% of the people who are saying, how are we being oppressed like this by these people who have no empathy for us? Mm. When you look at our governors, when you Mm -hmm. look at our representatives, where has the empathy been? Right. They have not been crying over closed businesses. Right. They have not been saying, where is the empathy? Not even just empathy. They're not defenders of freedom. They're not, they're not defenders of liberty. They're not, they don't care. And and it goes a step further to say that they don't care about your liberty at all. There's no empathy for your liberty in which they are supposed to be governing to protect you. Yes. That (laughs) is their sole job. Yes. And I came to this realization that these politicians and bureaucrats Mm -hmm. are either oppressors Mm -hmm. or liberators. So to say to your own, are you a liberator? Are you liberating me? And they would say, well, liberating you from what? And you would say from all this, from what the government has put on us. Right. And most of the year, do they think of themselves as (laughs) regulations, liberators? Mm. They obviously do not. No, no. And I I came to know what, you know what they look at? They look at what have I given you from your money? What have I given you? The handouts. But, but, yeah, that you were just about to say. No, what, no, no. What your the takeaway is. The, yeah. the handouts, the handouts. Mm-hmm. Um, the man who wrote this book, his name was Andrew Lobachevsky, and it is called Political Ponerology, A Science on the Nature of Evil, Adjusted for Political Purposes. Hmm. And he says this operates extremely effectively often, and it's because... Just like an immune system, we don't have an adequate immune system, the rest of us, to fighting it. Mm. 
Ah. So what you hear is when somebody speaks out, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. and she steps slightly into what's uncomfortable, boy, the people on the Republican side pile on her, right? Right. Yes, they cannot they tolerate. They should be advocating, but they should be like, you know, applauding her. They no. should be applauding her. They no, don't. no, no. But this condition that the pathological people have, he said it is akin to being colorblind. That's how significant it is in judging what is good for people and healthy and not Ooh. as leaders. Let's talk more about this. Yes. Okay, we'll talk more about this. We have so much on the docket today. Shooting in San Jose. Uh, Susan will comment on that. George Floyd, Susan will comment on that too. Uh, teen Vogue. I just shudder when I think of Teen Vogue. We'll, We'll talk about that, too. Be right back. The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Lincoln offers a standard 2-liter turbocharged I-4 engine and an available 2.7-liter V6 twin-turbocharged engine. With varying horsepower, you can choose the engine that best suits your performance needs, helping you to make your drive uniquely your own. Right now, you can get 0% for 72 months, plus a $1,000 bonus cash on the 2020 Lincoln Nautilus. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, we hear you. On approved credit through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. You know, one of the convenient things about wearing a mask is it hides missing or broken teeth or other dental issues that you might be struggling with. Now that restrictions and mandates are being eased, we can help you take off the mask and proudly show off your smile. Our well-trained team and modern facility can meet any need and ensure that your treatment is comfortable and effective. It's why we've been voted best in Southern Utah. Visit PlumDental.com to learn more about our new patient and seasonal specials and schedule your visit today. This is Bailey at Walker Plumbing, Heating, and Air. With 24-hour service, we have the solution to any plumbing problem. Whether it's an emergency or planned install, Walker Plumbing will send a tested and experienced technician to your home or commercial property. Walker Plumbing will provide you with multiple solution options as well as upfront pricing before work has even begun. This is Brett, the owner of Walker Plumbing, Heating, and Air. We have the plumbing team you can trust guaranteed. Visit MyStGeorgePlumber.com. We all want savings, right? Who likes paying interest? Saving money? Paying interest? At the Ashley Home Store, we've got great news for you. During our Memorial Day sales event, save big on every room and skip the interest for up to 60 months OAC. That's five years without a penny of interest. Come into the number one name in furniture and save up to 30% store-wide. Get a giant selection of outdoor and patio furniture and find yourself relaxing outside this Memorial Day. Come get a great deal on sectionals. With an incredible selection of styles and colors, you'll save hundreds at the Ashley Home Store. Plus sofas starting at $2.99. Come into the Ashley Sleep Center and choose from the best brands like Simmons Beautyrest Ashley Sleep and Tempur-Pedic. This Memorial Day, save money and skip the interest. The Ashley Home Store, as always, locally owned and operated on Redcliffe Drive next to the Stadium 10. See store for complete details on financing OAC. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Well, it's not your fault. 
Scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels. The good news is that we can help. At Prolong Medical Center in St. George, we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic wave therapy is making news in articles and studies around the world. At Prolong Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow, and over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results that significantly improve the quality of your life. This is an effective treatment plan, and our homework assignments will be fun. Schedule your free consultation today. Call Prolong Medical Center at 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Together, we'll make a difference in your life. Your car runs great. You can make it run faster. Your car sounds good. We can make it sound better. Your car looks good. We can make it look better. Visit Bose Auto Parts in Cedar City or their new store in St. George on the corner of Sunset and Dixie Drive. Hello, Southern Utah. This is Steve Johnson, branch manager for Les Olson Company right here in St. George. A lot of people know Les Olson Company for copiers or printers, which is great, but we have been in the technology business for 67 years and can do much more for your business. We have award-winning IT experts that can manage the security and performance of your business network and your devices. You have trusted Les Olson for years. Trust us now with all your IT needs. Les Olson Company. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Always an interesting one, isn't it? (laughs) I love it. Uh, I welcome you back. Susan Reeves with me, and uh, she is every Wednesday at this time. And I also um, uh, lost my train of thought. (laughs) I also want to say get over to MyPillow, MyPillow.com, and make sure you're ordering the blue pillow or the green pillow if you have a snore in your family. That will certainly uh, stop that, uh, if not reduce it 90%, which... I know you're going to thank me for that one. And uh, so get the blue label or the green label on the pillow at MyPillow.com. And right now, the special is like $29. Seriously, it's that good. Take advantage of that right now. Mike's doing a huge special on them. And uh, put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and you will get uh, that 40% off. And then, of course, uh, you'll be helping the show, too. Isn't that great? You get to help the show and stop snoring. (laughs) That's nice. Um, All right. So uh, go to MyPillow.com. I have a caller, and we'll start off with the caller real quick. Go ahead, caller. Oh, hi, Kate. Hi there. talking to you about, had had you ever seen that uh, experiment called Brown Eyes, Blue Eyes? I've heard of it. it. I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. No, I don't know a huge amount of details about it. So if you if you watch the video, this is an elementary school teacher who took children. This is like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And one day she announced, she said, all of, the, all of you that have blue eyes, you are better than everyone. And so she separated these children out in the classroom. 
And it was really interesting to watch how the blue-eyed children would begin to treat the brown-eyed children. And it wasn't very good. There was, it's a very hard film to watch because it was completely filmed. It's very hard to watch. But then the very next day, she tells the class, she says, no, you brown-eyed children are actually superior to the blue-eyed children. And she gives all these reasons why, you know, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. And it was interesting to see then what happened is that, you know, the brown-eyed children kind of stood up and started going against the blue. In fact, this experiment turned out to be one that was was now forevermore prohibited. You couldn't do these types of experiments anymore because of the uh, emotional mm, harm that they caused. Right. I, I honestly do not see any difference with this critical race theory. It's doing the exact same thing. And I'm really, really surprised if people were to go watch the video, Brown Eyes versus Blue Eyes, and see the difference going to be looking at right. if critical race theory becomes becomes the curriculum at school. Thank you That's for that. Really, point. really appreciate it. Yeah. It, just talking about behavior modification and these people that are put in these positions, like a Fauci, the spokesperson that has um, that has no absolutely no regard for you, could care less about you, no. only about self and what he's going to gain from lying to the American people for a year and a half. And knowing he's making us do backflips. Yeah, yeah. Mask on, yeah, mask yeah, off, yeah, in, He doesn't out. care. He just, he just wants to be patted on the head and told he's a good boy and that he's going to get the end results of what he's after. And so he has been lying and patenting and doing all of these things for over 20, uh, 25 years and and doesn't care. Yeah. And yeah. we also, we have it's these celebrities. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. I just wanted to say actually really quick about Mike Lindell. Mm-hmm. Um, he has just been uh, forbidden blocked from attending the Republican Governors Association conference. So he had been invited. He showed up to the Marriott Hotel and he was told, actually, um, we can't have you come to the event. So he had been invited and has been disinvited because he said he was going to confront Governor Brian Kemp and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, Mm -hmm. um, the the Republican Governors Association chair about the election and allegations of fraud in their state. Right. And so they just said, you can't come. If you're going to do that here, we can't have you. And so this is like the big old boys club and he's not in it. Wow. Yes. So do support Mike Mm -hmm. at his store because he's putting a lot on the line. We were also talking about Candace Owens because Mm -hmm. in the science of uh, ponderology, The author says, you know, we underestimate how effective evil can become. And if we just stand aside and do any nothing, Mm -hmm. it overwhelms Mm -hmm. us. So people are critical, like Mike Lindell, to stand up to it. Candace Owens, who we were just talking about on the break, um, she has been kicked off of three projects, one with Target, three Mm -hmm. associations, one with Bloomingdale's, a potential one, and one with Macy's. Because Candace Owens went after her. She went after her for really disgusting tweets about children. Mm -hmm. Like, I love seeing little girls, blah, 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 dot, 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 put me in jail. What is wrong with her? Yeah, she's married to John Legend, who here is very gay, but has this wife as part of his career. But anyway. But but we don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But the worst Mm -hmm. part about it is that there was actual proof of her sending texts Mm -hmm. um, to another little influencer, Courtney Stodden, who had married this 51-year-old actor, and she um, direct messenger and messaged 
her and said, I can't wait for you to die. So kids who were having people, young women who were having problems and putting that, which you shouldn't do on Instagram or Twitter, saying I'm having Mm -hmm. a hard time, Mm -hmm. said things like, I wish you would die. So now she's coming. She was all apologetic once the information came out. But Candace Owens has gone hard after her for this and has said to her own followers, if this is something that you don't think should be in the public, why is she a spokesman for these cooking lines at Target and potentially Macy's and Bloomingdale's? Yeah, exactly. You need to let those organizations know professionally, mm-hmm. in a professional way, why you don't believe she should be yeah. a spokesperson. So is this the same as, quote, cancel culture? No. Because it is being respectful. It is saying, look at the evidence of this really terrible thing. And this person should not be a spokesperson. Maybe they can be something else, but not a spokesperson. not a spokesperson. Yes. And then it's up to the organizations to decide. But it took Candace Owens hammering her week after week after week, just in tweets, nothing that she got kicked off Twitter Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. And that is what is so critical, he says, this author, in fighting these evil organizations that become pathocracies. So they're government by pathological people. And we've seen it through history. We've seen it all over the world. And one of the responses that normal people give them is that they're overly apologetic. Well, maybe they just didn't mean it. Or maybe we should forgive him for that. Instead of holding people accountable. I've always contended holding people accountable is the hardest part of Mm self-government. Nobody wants to do it. Everyone thinks it's someone else's problem. And we, and they train us, they train us operative. They train us to be very, very tribal so that you're always protecting your own because you can only move about as a party instead of an individual. So no matter what you do, what credent horrifying thing you do, then you're protected by party because everybody wants to move in this big body and then say that it's always the other guys that are bad we're good and so even our worst crime we're still okay and we're going to protect you and that's what's so wrong with the party system as a herd as, <laughs> as a, herd. a herd he yeah. says there is an excessive tendency to conflate the merit of ideas and perceive merit in the person and people promoting them so just because they say we want to give you liberty and they're the horrible person you have to say we have to hold people accountable another thing is Excessive focus on superficial divisions like race, class, gender, and religion that distracts the population from attending to the far more important distinction between normals and the pathological people. When you look at Nancy Pelosi, when you look up, there's a lot of Republicans who fall into this category, too. There was a guy who is, I think his name's Carpenter, who's about to be the ATF head Mm -hmm. who is being interviewed. His speech about I, I can't give a definition of what an AR is. I can't give a definition of what an assault weapon is. I can't. You just think, who are these people? And allegedly he was at Waco. So it becomes contagious. This pathology becomes contagious. And I just wanted to say there was a celebration for George Floyd on the one year anniversary of his death. It was a live video of, um, it looked like a British or maybe Australian crew. They were speaking with an accent and they were there in George Floyd square. There's a square named after George Floyd. Yes. He was an officer. He was an informant. He was a criminal. He was a felon. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Officer Tatum (laughs) calls him fentanyl Floyd. (laughs) 
Bless his heart for dying. I feel bad for anyone who dies. Anyway, as they're speaking, gunfire goes off and they stand there and they go, "What? this may be gunfire. We'll wait and see more gunfire. 50 shots on this video. And they're supposed to be celebrating George Floyd Square. What do they expect? If you enable pathology, if you reward it, you get more of it. And the people promoting this and maintaining those neighborhoods in this condition where this is allowed by defunding the police. Now there's this huge feeling of repentance. Maybe we shouldn't have defunded the police. And yet the new mayor of Cleveland, a black woman who I want to be successful just said we're going to defund the police, even though their crime rate is soaring. It's like at a 50-year yeah, high. Let's defund the police so we can just have gangs everywhere. That's really that's really nice. And not only that, federal police force. I just I don't get the mentality of defund the police. It, it's it, well, it's, it's pathological. Stri- it's striking. It's pathological. <laughs> and so he said, the more this goes on, and the less people resist it, the bigger it grows because it is contagious. And he said it is psychological warfare. Yeah. And it requires what's called a spellbinder. Right. Somebody who's like a magician who stands up in front and just keeps repeating the message. And we saw that with Fauci. Mm. It's called a spellbinder. Hitler did yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. The Nazis. Lenin did it. So when you see a influencer on Instagram who is repeating the message, they're using them as little mini spellbinders. And it is to manipulate the public. But they said the tipping point always becomes the censorship. Once the big censorship kicks in, Mm -hmm. it creates more of a negative reaction from the normal people. Interesting. And they start fighting back. They start creating secret avenues to communicate. They start pushing back a lot harder because the censorship is shocking. Mm -hmm. And he said there is you have to acknowledge and recognize it in order to fight this and stand up for it. At least don't be the person criticizing Candace Owens. At least don't be the the person who is throwing marbles in front of somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's Mm -hmm. trying to wake people i know up. she's the only one right now she, she's the only one everyone's boarded the vax train even mike lee and Rand paul they are uh pushing the vaccine is a wonderful thing she and and she is the only one bold enough to say pelosi is deranged she's mentally ill which i believe she is i believe she is you can't live that kind of evil and not and then not be i i don't Anyway, I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's 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 been great to watch. Really you know, great. I it, love it. It's fascinating to me that mm-hmm. Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene were both in the construction business. And what is it about construction? You Building. can't lie mm-hmm. to yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to know the exact measurements. You have to know the exact numbers. Interesting. Because if you don't get it right, you have major problems. And it's based in reality. We're going to come back. uh, And uh, we have a couple of things to talk about, too. Um, Gosh, there's a couple of things. Anyways, we'll be be right back. Teen Vogue and uh, Spellbinder. We have have a couple of things. So just stay on. Just stay on. That's all I can say. Be right back. Kate Daly Show.
balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. Thank you so much. You guys are a blessing. It's so tempting to eat just anything, you know? We don't have our fruits and veggies, so for moms like me, it's a miracle from God, let me tell you. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. This is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm just blown away by it. At Balance of Nature, customer success is our success. Let's hear from some of our employees. The biggest thing I love about what I do here is hearing how it makes a difference for people, not just with sending bottles of capsules, but actually talking with people and helping them get where they want to be in their health. Seeing that change and hearing how their lives are better because of what we provide. Come and grow with us. Apply today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers. Coming soon at the Haven at Sky Mountain, the Villas, an independent and carefree lifestyle. Drive up to freedom from home ownership, where the Villas residents will have access to services and amenities like weekly house cleaning, laundry services, all-day, anytime dining, activities, pickleball, swimming pool, exclusive clubhouse, and dog park all included. The Villas at the Haven at Sky Mountain, where friends become family. Call 435-674-7883 or havenassistedliving.com. Voted best in Southern Utah. Typically, when you're really good at something, you do more of it. So with 25 years of luxury car maintenance experience, Bavarian Werkstatt has 10,000 square feet more at their new location off Washington Dam Road, which means they can do more of what they are good at, like providing the only BMW and mini repair service featuring dealer-level diagnostics and programming in southern Utah. And as a Bosch-authorized service center, they can work on more luxury cars. So call Bavarian Werkstatt at 435-275-2314 and schedule your service today. Bavarian Werkstatt, where passion meets performance. Have you heard of teeth in a day? Did you know teeth in a day actually means they attach a set of dentures called temporary to your dental implants for 6 to 10 months before you get your final set of teeth? At Nuvia Dental Implant Center, our revolutionary new protocol and technology allows us to give you permanent teeth in 24 hours. Before getting dental implants anywhere else, let us show you the difference. Get your permanent set of teeth in 24 hours at Nuvia. Go to nuviasmiles.com radio to learn more. Share the rain. Raindance Dry Cleaners offers free pickup and delivery on your laundry and dry cleaning. New customers receive $10 in free dry cleaning, and when you share the rain with your friends and family, you'll get another $10 in free dry cleaning. Raindance services vacation rentals, Airbnb, commercial, household, while making you and your environment eco-friendly and always looking your best. Download our app today. Share the rain with Raindance Dry Cleaners. Looking for a hot tub or swim spa? Look no further than Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool. Visit their showroom where you'll find their hot tubs come fully loaded with steps, cover, and a chemical kit. But wait, for a limited time, you'll get up to $1,000 off. Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool is making it easy and affordable to purchase your own hot tub or swim spa today. Southern Utah's number one hot tub dealer. Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool. Gentlemen, listen closely. Are you having trouble with intimacy in your relationship? Well, it's not your fault. 
scientific evidence supports the fact that erectile dysfunction can be caused by plaque or damaged blood vessels. The good news is that we can help. At Prolong Medical Center in St. George, we treat this underlying condition with advanced acoustics waves to help restore natural and long-lasting results. This non-invasive procedure is safe and effective, and in just a few sessions, you'll feel the healing effects. Don't just take our word for it. Acoustic wave therapy is making news in articles and studies around the world. At Prolong Medical Center, you'll receive a custom treatment plan designed to promote healthy blood flow. And over the course of six sessions, you can experience unprecedented long-term results that significantly improve the quality of your life. This is an effective treatment plan, and our homework assignments will be fun. Schedule your free consultation today. Call Prolong Medical Center at 435-375-5000. That's 435-375-5000. Together, we'll make a difference in your life. The temperature is rising, and your Finley Subaru is summer-tested, summer-approved. Welcome to Adventure Elevated. With a brand-new 2021 Subaru Outback. Load the bike, the kayak, canoe, the paddleboard, and hiking gear, too. Subaru Outback is dog-tested, dog-approved. And right now, get 0% APR for up to 48 months on 2021 Subaru Outback. Nothing is going to bring in summer like a new Subaru from Finley. FinleySubaru.com. On the saving side of the freeway. Because we believe in you. On approved credit with SMF. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And the men who hold high places must be the ones who start to mold a new reality closer to the heart, closer to the heart. for you. Interesting lyrics. Actually, it's the people that need to start, <laughs> not the government. Uh, the people. I welcome you back. I've got Susan Reeve with me. Always a fun show with Melissa and Susan and on a Wednesday. Um, also, I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature. Get over to balanceofnature.com. You'll love it. And uh, you'll start realizing how much you love it in about a week and a half. Takes about a week and a half on average, and uh, took me two weeks, but it takes takes other people a week and a half. But uh, I was noticing, you know, I'm low on vitamin D. I, there, there's some things that I I needed to increase, and balance of nature is pretty wonderful in the. Um, nutrient division uh they are awesome make sure you put the code kate and uh and and order it up they'll ship it out uh in the next 24 hours and get it to you quickly and i'm telling you it's worth it balanceofnature.com balanceofnature.com put the code kate k-a-t-e you'll get my first name just like with my pillow you'll get uh 35 off you'll get free shipping there's nothing to lose here you're going to just gain so i am telling you this is worth it try it out Send it back if you don't like, but try it. At least give your body a fighting chance. At least try it for Pete's sakes. Um, okay, we have so much to talk about. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about. Uh, I have written down Spellbinder. Yeah, we were just talking about how in this book they evil um, pathocracy. So it's pathological, mm-hmm. but it's a government. So it's a pathocracy. They require spellbinders. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about people like Hitler, 
Fauci, people they shove to the front mm-hmm. and say you represent and just keep hammering the message over and over and over. And they're willing to do the bidding in line. They're willing to do it. And they just mm-hmm. that's like Fauci getting children's books made about him. And you go, this is really weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very, very odd. Something strange. And usually it's like, like uh, oh, who was it? Now my brain's going to go blank. Uh the Bircher's art. Uh, he uh, wrote a book. Uh, I had him on the show a couple times, and he said, you know, to the to the victors, and really it's to the victors of the New World Order, go the monuments. They'll have the books written about them. They'll have the statues. They'll have the things that the, only the world can give. And when That's I right. say that, I really mean that only the world can give because um, they'll never, ever uh, attain uh, joy they'll never attain the good stuff it's always what the world can give you in accolades when you do the bidding of those that control that's right and well and because the bridges the hospitals everything yeah Absolutely. Because these things are are pathological, they Mm -hmm. require on one podcast I was listening to, John Michael Greer said, it is a type of political sorcery, sorcery Mm -hmm. and magic. And if you understand the principles, everybody's been to a magic show where the magician gets you to look in a certain direction Mm -hmm. while he's doing other things. It's, it's, It's all about distraction. It is all about it. And it is based on principles of magic. So truth doesn't operate this way. No. Truth no. and light are direct. forthcoming. <laughs> and open. It doesn't need a distraction. It doesn't need mm. all of the ma- magic hands and manipulation. Um, manipulation and hidden things. But that's what political sorcery is. And he talks about weaponized magic political sorcery. Um, Some people say, well, there's good parts to sorcery. That is, (laughs) I mean, in fact. I want to meet that guy. (laughs) In fact, we. dark individual. (laughs) We were talking about the fact. So one of the things that the author of the Ponerology book said is that it creates, because it's contagious, it describes how frustrated, abused, or even people who are deep who feel very out on the Mm -hmm, outskirts of society mm -hmm. start to discern that this pathology can have some meaning for them and they're attracted to it. So you can see people, the Antifa, who are deviant Mm -hmm. and they look deviant and they act deviant. Um, They're attracted to these power structures. So you have to wonder when you look at something like Teen Vogue, and this is going to be a little shocking to people, Teen Vogue was always wholesome, and then, you well, know, it like got a little... It, like the first week it started? Yes, back in the 50s or whatever. <laughs> I, I just have to tell you a story. When I, I, I served a mission, okay, a church mission, and so you stay away from all media pretty much when you're on your mission. And, uh, and then this was back ages ago. I'm not going to date myself, but it was a long, long, long time ago. Anyway, so I go on a mission and for a year and a half, and I had I, I used to read Cosmo, and I used to read Vogue, teen, you know, the, the Vogues, the all people, Fashion. All, all of these, yeah. yeah. I came back back after one year and a half and was absolutely blown away at how much new stuff they could say that was so shocking in just the 18 months I was gone I picked up an issue and it was I was blushing and I hadn't I hadn't felt that way now you could say spiritual acumen had gone up and so of course I'm a little more sensitive okay to information but that alone should be reason that if I can pick up the magazine in my 20s and look at a magazine and blush and think, oh, my gosh, look what they can say now. Can you even imagine what that's like in this decade? Yeah. So what are they saying? 
Okay, I don't even know how to say this exactly. Uh, so, so, Teen gr- Vogue explains girls that go through puberty and certain things happen. Okay, yes, how to use that. their monthly product of their body uh-huh. in Wiccan rituals. I, I'm I how don't... to use. I'll just say I won't say the type, but it's blood mm-hmm. to create your own personal magic to use it in rituals. So this, <laughs> I. It says okay. So they're telling girls how to do this. Yes, it's a how-to guide. Yes, that's nice and use vote. this blood to be used in spells to ward off evil and protect us if used properly. Wrote in the magazine. It says collect any pieces of broken glass, tax nails, screws, anything else, um, and put it in a jar with the blood. I'm not. This yeah. is Teen Vogue. Um, to teen girls, seal it, bury it. And uh, uh, create she, spells. Yes, create use tarot card readers, color magic practitioners. You know, a, a lot of us use uh, the Ouija board when we were growing up. It was funny, which I ha-ha. think is so evil. I think it brings in invites. We bad don't, yes, juju. Bad juju. <laughs> yeah, but, that was a no no growing up, man. So we have talked oh. before about the scapegoat mechanism that this one researcher found. How through history people develop scapegoats and revenge, and how that was the pattern through history. Until the gospel, Christ came along and said, you don't need scapegoats. This is all about scapegoating. This is like the voodoo practice, the spells. It, what is Teen Vogue doing this for? You have to ask. Well, it's cultivating. It's cultivating a readership. And a lot of parents think, well, this is harmless. But we're back to the pathocracy. This could not be this public if we did not have a pathocracy. We live in a post-Christian society that is focused, Christianity is focused on forgiveness and love and truth. Yeah, but go bury all this stuff in your backyard. Put a spell on somebody. Little girls, little 14-year-old. I can't even wrap my brain around that. So I'll paraphrase this. The Twitter, now this didn't get taken down off of Twitter. It says, in Mm -hmm. witchcraft, one's menstrual cycle is considered to be an extremely powerful time so they're cultivating what the wiccans Uh, believe and so this you know girls as young as 12 are encouraged to read this kind of thing you know what i did a show on the 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 self-empowerment the um the secret you know they've got these new movies about the secret and and this ongoing movement and i did a show on it only because those in the Wiccan movement were laughing at people reading these articles and going, that's what we do. That's mm-hmm. what we focus on. Mm-hmm. We, we self-manifest everything in our lives. See, there's no God. So you are the all-powerful. You manifest everything. There should be no thanks to God, right? In their right. minds because you're doing, all, it. you're doing it. So there, all the self-help stuff exploded. All the new courses. And you would go away for a weekend and, and, and get this huge dose of you're all-powerful and you don't need anybody. Now, on the flip side... This was something that people thought they were getting a lot of confidence out of. And I th- and I suspect with Teen Vogue, exactly. they want to make these girls feel so confident that they're so powerful. Okay. There's nothing wrong with self-confidence and there's nothing wrong with feeling powerful. But there is something wrong when you annihilate God out of the equation. And then these girls are told that all you have to do is engage in witchcraft and um, and self uh, empowerment. And that's all you ever need. And they border on each other because like the Wiccan movement said, this is what we do. This is what we do. I say I want something. I put out a little spell that says I'm going to get it. And then I focus on it. And then poof, it arises and comes in my way. Okay. 
So we have to be so careful when we're when we're looking at these movements of people that are constructing this you're all powerful thing and it's bordering this sort of sorcery kind of lingo and attitude and concept yeah because they border each other now they do they do scary stuff they took a lot of heat actually for a 2019 article same teen vogue why sex work is real work why sex work is real work and it says the idea of purchasing intimacy now this is to 13 to 18 year old girls read this the idea of purchasing intimacy and paying for the services can be affirming for many people who need human connection friendship and emotional support this is glorifying what is illegal in most places and it's illegal because it devastates communities and lives now to parents parents need to really notice it also had a lengthy article on uh that was kind of anti-republican so they are cultivating our leadership here it's really anti being conservative or having values we talked yesterday about the emotions everybody's run on emotions and everybody dictates from emotion now you know and uh and it's along the same lines that's right they don't they they don't want anyone uh factoring in facts reason logic no it's emotion and uh no god and you get to take care of everything yourself and you're all powerful and you don't need anyone else you don't even need a man that's what they're teaching these young girls you don't even need a man you can go get a sperm make a baby but you don't need him you don't need that in your life i can't even imagine telling young girls this i can't imagine teen vogue still well, and meantime, their destruction. in Virginia, parents mm-hmm. were up in arms when they discovered that the readership, the, lit- the literature for the senior high school was basically pornography. It, it involved types of just really, really horrible things, including violence that was justified in what was read. So when Tucker Carlson did a segment on it, YouTube took it down because it said it was too explicit. But what they were reading was the literature for the high school students. And in these decisions, I always say to myself, there must have been 20, 30 people involved in these Mm -hmm. decisions. Mm -hmm. And nobody said, oh my gosh, we can't possibly do that. And I'm leaving the group. There were 20 to 30 people sitting around the table at the the underground movement to, to basically bring in this liberal agenda into education. Weather underground? Yeah. Yeah. Weather underground. So... I guess I can fathom it. <laughs> I guess like you could find 30 people that absolutely do not care about your children to decide what they're going to teach them. Well, and, and anybody who sticks their head up and says, wait a minute, I know something we can do better. I saw a great thing on Fox News. It was a black host who I can't remember his name, but he was interviewing a young man who'd been a Marine who started an organization called X for Boys. Mm -hmm. And in X for Boys, he went uh, and put these boys, these African-American boys in school, took them out of jail where they didn't have a home or a foster home to go into and said, we'll take them. He wanted to um, start a school, found a building that the school district was going to demolish. And they said, well... We were going to demolish it. So if you want to buy it from us for half a million dollars, we'll sell it to you. So he's like, haven't you were going to demolish it. So they agreed. We, he agreed. He found the money in the sales contract. It said, we will sell this to you for half a million dollars, but 
it may not be used for a school. And he said, (laughs) why would they do that? And he heard from people within the school district because he said we would cooperate with the school district if they wanted us, you know, but he said it was because they were afraid of the competition. He said we weren't even taking kids from those schools. But he knew, he says, we have an 85% literacy rate. We're teaching automotive skills. These kids, nobody has gone back. I think it was a 90% um, non-recidivism rate. Hmm. Non-recidivism. And he said, you know, we're having all the success, and yet they're throwing up roadblocks. The people who are supposed to want this, we're back to the pathocracy. People who have no empathy, Mm -hmm. who do not care for the individual child who in any other circumstance would not be getting this kind of quality attention and schooling. That's what we have to see and call out. Yep. Call it out. I agree. And I do think that uh, witchcraft is going to go way up with the youth. With the youth. I I really believe that. You're going to see more and more youth kind of enticed into that arena as well. Thanks, Teen Vogue. (laughs) Jeez Louise. Um, Yeah. Cancel anyway. your subscription. And these women, oh yeah, I, it's amazing. Be faithful, be fearless. See you back here tomorrow. Chris Ann Hall, Uncle Milty, a special guest, all kinds of stuff tomorrow. And uh, thank you, Susan. You bet. And thanks to Melissa, too. What a fun show today. What a great show. What a needed show. See you tomorrow. This is for those who always show they care.